It's game day in Maryville, and you know what that means. It's time for some Red Rebel football on your home for all things Maryville sports. Rebel Radio, WGAP. Sit back as we set the stage for another chapter in the storied tradition of Maryville High School football. We look for Maryville to take it to another level and raise the bar to another Red Rebel victory. Welcome to Rebel Radio, WGAP, and look out, because here come those Rebels. Friday to you and welcome to Maryville High School where your Red Rebels are hosting the West Ridge Wolves here for a second round matchup uh, of a new school and a perennial powerhouse here in East Tennessee. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips and Chris, uh, you, you know, this is uh, this is where Maryville is, is normally. West Ridge, uh, year one of the program, nine and two uh, currently in this point of the season. Uh, Eight and two to finish their regular season. Just a, an interesting matchup here, uh, Region One versus Region Two. Yeah, I think it's just a uh, new new team. You know, I think DJ Burke said it last week uh, the best. They don't have uh, much film on this team. Don't have much of a record against this team. It's uh, unfamiliar faces, but you know, Maryville always puts the same uh, field out there, so we're we're used to that. You know, Coach Hunt, and you'll hear about it in just a second, but Coach Hunt talks about it. You know, this team hasn't beaten Maryville, but at the same point, Maryville hasn't beaten this team, so there's a lot to, to be seen. He said it's a really physical team on tape, and so uh, it should be a really good matchup here at the Skeeter here as the Rebels look to move to the third round of the playoffs and ever closer to Chattanooga and that 6A state championship. But let's take a moment, listen to this coach's interview. This interview paid for by the Huddleston Law Firm, a local to Maryville law firm uh, that wants to work for you. Let's take a minute listen to what the coach had to say. And we'll come in as we're talking to the head football coach of your Maryville Rebels, Coach Derek Hunt. Coach, as as always, welcome to uh to talk or thanks for talking with us and, and welcome in. But uh coach, it's it's turned a little cold on us. Yeah, it's starting to get there. Um obviously these last few days have been really nice, actually. Well, and coach, it's 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 weird. You have to you have to dress for both ends of it. You, you're cold in the morning, and then have to peel it off in the afternoons. But uh, again, it's good to be practicing at this time of the year, and uh, you got to be excited for a second round matchup here uh, for your Red Rebels. Yep, we're ready to go, and and um, you know, just hoping to keep this thing moving. Hopefully, to keep playing well at a high level, and then got a good Westridge team who's excited to be playing in the playoffs. And, and coach, you, you know how how the Rebels made it to round two here in this 2021 season was defeating Dobbins Bennett uh, in round number one, a matchup that you know we talked about last week and and through the broadcast. Uh, it, it's normally a third round matchup. Uh, it, it's normally just uh, uh, two of the better teams out of Region one and two, and uh, and, and getting yeah, you getting a lot of uh, semifinal and and final looks uh, as we we play that game out this this year. A little bit of hodgepodge there in Region One uh, sent Dobbins Bennett to Maryville Week Number One, and 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 the uh, and the Indians were ready to play early on in that football game. Yeah, I mean Dobbins Bennett, if they beat Science Hill Week uh, in Week Eleven, which was the last week of the season, then they're the one seed. And instead, they got beat in a good game. They got beat in a good game, and then they had to be the four seed. So um, they're a really good team. You know, I, I don't think it was the it wasn't quite the 2020 version Dobbins Bennett they had and that team was phenomenal with you know I think 19 or 20 seniors that started so they were a little bit younger but man they played hard and uh and it, they made it tough on us for for a little bit there and, and that was fun that was exciting and I thought they did a good job executing and keeping our offense off the field and 
Um, and so we had to come in at halftime and adjust and try to get things going. And I thought our defensive coaches did a phenomenal job of, of adjustments and getting out there and making some plays. They got off the field on a couple three and outs early, and we were able to take advantage of it. And Dobbins Bennett, you know, youth or, or experience, they they've got a lot of the same mo. You, you know, they're interested in ball control. They uh, they try to try to control the clock, run the football, do some different things. Uh, that was very much the same. But it was in, in this version uh, of the matchup, it was it was funny because it was Dobbins Bennett continuing to do that, and Maryville uh, having the ability to have some strict quick strike plays uh, that really exploded some things out. Thought it was great to see DJ. Uh, get in the offensive category in some in some ways, and uh, and uh, he he made it worth it as he a couple scores there uh, on offense, and then a couple a uh, couple big defensive plays interception uh, there on the defensive side. Yeah, DJ had a heck of a game. You know, obviously, made a big interception, had a great block on the kick return that Noah took all the way back to the ten right before half. Caught a touchdown pass the very next play. I mean, he just had a he just had a heck of a game. He's one of those guys that obviously we're going to be counting on down the stretch, hopefully to keep us moving forward. Now, entering the season, preseason, we we kind of you know kind of talked DJ up, a, a big time player, big time recruit, moving forward into into college football, you know, aspirations. Uh, he's an Appy State commit, and uh, he, you know he uh, he was very close uh, to the school record. I, I believe it was the career record for interceptions, needed three entering the season, uh, gets one against Heritage week one, and then everybody says, you know what, we just don't throw to that side of the field. Had uh, had one there Friday night, uh, draws him ever closer. Is it, I know that's not something that's on his radar, but is that something that would, would be really cool to see as DJ's worked really hard his his time at Maryville? Yeah, I mean, he he's awfully deserving of it. After the year last year, right, nobody, nobody threw to him this year, and I don't blame him. I mean, he's just he just knows where the ball's going to be. I feel like and has a great nose for it. And yeah, you know he's he's made he's made a lot of our guns better in the secondary just by you know how high his level of play is and then trying to raise raise the bar. So yeah, I mean it would be special for him. I think you know he's probably pretty aware of it by now because Coach Upton reminds him a lot. Um, but you know, at the end of the day, this guy just wants to win, and that's why. You know, he's so good for our football team because he's not going to get out of position just to uh, take a take a risk that he shouldn't take. He's just going to play football and let it come to him, and sometimes it does. He he was the Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game, and he's up there. And and, and for the interception, he somewhat out jumped Markel to to pick that one off. <laughs> and, and we made that point. And uh, he said he said, well, he he took one away from me at I think it was Farragut or something. And and I said, oh, you don't hold a grudge. It's fine. That's good, uh, but uh, he remembers things, and uh, it was fun because Markel, you know, he was laughing out there. Really, uh, you know, a team kind of situation there. But uh, DJ's a great player, and and his closing speed. What it's not that you don't throw at him, you may not throw in his hemisphere because I mean he can he can close it up and and really make a huge play uh, real quick. And uh, being the being the offensive player that he is, it's not just an interception. If he, if he catches it standing up, you may be in trouble. Yeah, there's no question about it. When he gets the ball in his hands, he turns into a receiver or a running ball type type player. So he's really good. Uh, you know, we're gonna enjoy him as long as we can the rest of this season. And, and coach, you, you had a little extracurricular as uh, as the great play by he and Carson Jones uh, earned recognition at the Knoxville Quarterback Club. You uh, you got to to meet uh, Coach Newheisel. Got to got to speak over there and. Uh, 
that's a great accolade for for a couple really good deserving seniors. I was really excited for those two guys. You know, they're certainly deserving, and we have many deserving players on our team of of stuff like that. I wish we could take a whole lot more because um, we certainly had phenomenal play out of a lot of guys this year. But that was really fun. Get to meet Coach New Heisel, and he was a phenomenal speaker. And for our guys to be recognized in front of that group and with somebody like Coach New Heisel was a big honor. And that's, that's always cool to recognize the Rebels. And, and I think both of those kids would say, you know, between offensive line uh, and blocking and different things, that, that I've never we, – we've talked to every uh, Axe House player of the game each and every week, and, and, and they are, they're, they're excited that they're the winner, but uh, they're always going to give, uh, you know, respect where respect's due and, and, and give credit to offensive line or blocking or, or Carson throwing a good ball if the receiver's the one getting the, the award. Uh, it's just a great environment, and, and I think that's a culture that's built at Maryville High School. Yeah, I mean, it has to. The chemistry of your team is so vital, especially when you're playing a game with two really good teams. How much your kids like each other and are willing to play for each other matters, and we've been able to do that for a long time here at Maryville, and we don't always have the most talent on the field, but when our kids play hard and play together and play for each other and really don't care who gets the credit, just try to get the job done, can accomplish some special things, especially with, you know, even with teenagers, where our society is right now telling them it's all about you, you, you. So uh, I'm really proud of these guys, and we're we're very fortunate us, us coaches at Maryville to coach these kids, and they're awesome kids, and um, you know we're we're certainly not taking them for granted. Yeah, and I, you know, I can speak to the the selflessness of these young men. Uh, you know. Uh, last Friday night, a big time victory over Dobbins Bennett, and uh, and there was a there was a good handful, uh, good group of kids there Saturday morning to to do flag football with uh, with some five to, to I guess ten year olds. Yeah, the flag football league is something that we started last year. Just a great chance for us to serve the five, six, seven year olds in our community, and then this year we bumped it up to eight, nine, and ten as well. And so to get for those kids to get to play football out there with our own players I think is really special and we have had just a phenomenal uh, showing from, from both those age groups or all those age groups and it's been so much fun and you know as, as a little kid myself you know I, I remember going to the games and just dreaming of getting to play for Maryville or you know being around those football players who, who felt like giants to me at the time and that was so special to me so you know we were really excited to get to do that and it's something that's that we're really proud of. Yeah, it's a it's a fun environment, no doubt about it. But coach, let's let's turn the page uh, to to this week's matchup, the second round matchup against uh, West Ridge. You know, a lot of times, you know, I'll talk about the historical uh, rivalry series that is the this week's matchup. This one's a a little different. Now, granted, Maryville's played the Sullivan County schools, and and there's a history there. Uh, but this is Westridge. This is a conglomeration, if you will, of three of those Sullivan County schools in their first year. Uh, they're in the second round of the playoffs. What have you seen from the Wolfpack? They're they're obviously really excited to be a new school, as they should be. Uh, you know, you you watch them on film and you can see some of the crowds that they've traveled with. It's really impressive, and there's a lot of excitement at that school right now. And it's kind of fun. Well, I mean, how exciting is it? You get to play a team you know. So we have never beaten them. They've never beaten us. They've never lost to us. They've never come come to. Um, They've never come to play at Maryville, but there's a lot of firsts that's, that's going on this week, and we're really excited about it. I think it's going to be a fantastic atmosphere. You know, they're 
they're a, a nine and two ball club, you know, and I, that right there speaks for itself. You know, they beat a good Cleveland team last week, so they're going to be coming in here with a lot of confidence. Their two losses were early in the year, so I mean, they've won I don't know how many in a row. Got to be got to be six or seven in a row. So you know, they're coming in with confidence. And and they should. They're big. They're physical. You know, when you combine three schools, I don't care how small the schools are, obviously, you're going to have some guys in there who are pretty good football players, you know, when you're combining three three schools. So, so yeah, it's going to be fun. You know, I think our kids are going to be up for the challenge, but it's not going to be easy because they're playing with a lot of confidence. They've got some good players, and they are a physical bunch. You know, Chris and I were talking leading up to uh, to tonight's broadcast, and, and you know, I said, uh, he said, what do you expect? I was like, well, they turned 33 starters from a year ago into 11 this year. I said, so I think they're going to be ready to play. I think they're going to be excited to, to head to Maryville uh, again. Uh, it, it's a it's a special place to play. Uh, I think we would all agree to that. But uh, to be a new school, to be in the second round of the playoffs, I, I think Westridge would. Uh, you, you know, they're uh, they've got all the confidence, and they're traveling like you said with a good group of, of people. So, uh, Coach, I, I know you're going to have your Rebels ready to play. But uh, again, just uh, it seems like each and every week just continue to be a really good performance, really efficient. Uh, really after it on the defensive side. Uh, Coach, have you, have you had a good week of practice leading up to this second-round matchup? We have. Yeah, we've we've practiced really well. Our guys have done a great job of that all year. You know, but we've got to, we've got to come out and execute at a high level, you know, not turn the football over. We turned the football over twice last week, which we haven't done in a long time, it felt like. You know, so let's, let's get back on that saddle and not turn the ball over. Execute. We're going to have to drive the football. You know, it may not be as explosive as it has been in the past against this group. You know, and 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 we got to get off the field on third down. And I think if we can do those things, we can have some success. If we don't, you know, we may we may be in for a long night. So hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll come out and execute at a high level. And coach, uh, again, you you carry a, a season total. Uh, if you look at it, you're you're scoring over 40 points a game, uh, 43. Uh, the the school record is 44 points a game. You're averaging 13, giving up on the defensive side. Uh, I think if you carry that through, uh, you're going to be well on your way to a third round matchup. But uh, coach, I won't take any more of your time. I know you're trying to get ready uh, for West Ridge, but I always appreciate you taking the time uh, to talk with us leading up to each ball game. Yes, sir. We're we're very grateful for you and all that you do, and I I really appreciate it. Awesome. Well, this interview with Coach Derek Hunt has been brought to you by the Huddleston Law Firm right here in Maryville, uh, a law firm that wants to work for you and willing right here at the local level. But uh, we're going to take a break, listen to some great sponsors, and when we come back, more of the Everting Orthodontics pregame show right here on 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary. And welcome back to Rebel Radio WGAP. I'm Wayne Kaiser, alongside the concise and consistent Mr. Chris Hips, and welcome to the Twin City Certified Game of the Week here on your home for Rebel Sports, Rebel Radio WGAP. Chris, tonight the card turns to round two of the postseason football play as round one saw the Rebels finalize Dobbins Bennett's season. Round two, 
We'll see another Upper East Tennessee team attempt to stay alive in the 6A playoff, find themselves at Maryville High School. Uh, the Wolves of Rest, West Ridge High School are a new high school that have found early success on the gridiron and put their hands on a 9-2 and record, but Maryville enters tonight at a smooth 11-0. and The Wolves 9-2 and tonight. It's winter advance and uh, lose, and your season comes to an end. But as we look to preview round number two, Chris, what about those Rebels? Ready. Uh, that's the best word I could put for it. We went down there on the field earlier to watch them, and, you know, they were excited. I think uh, we hinted that there might be a little extra motivation for this game, but, you know, they were ready to go. And, uh, you know, watching this, looking at this crowd, this crowd's ready to go. As the marching Red Rebels have marched into the Power M on, on Skeeter Shield Stadium at Gen Renfro Field, uh, we're excited. Uh, for what tonight's going to look like. Round two is is upon us. And, uh, you know, the Johnson City Press, uh, they haven't done any favors for the Westridge Wolves. Uh, talking with our local media here, uh, they they put an article out this past week that said uh, Westridge should feel comfortable coming to Maryville because beating Cleveland, a more physical team, out of Region 26A. That's a paraphrase of sorts, but I, I think one that uh, probably made its way to a bulletin board uh, here or there. I'm excited to see what that, uh, how that response happens from the Red Rebels, but excited nonetheless. Yeah, I would say most definitely the uh, person that made that uh, that note in the paper probably did not look at the score from that Maribel Cleveland game from earlier. You know, or how quick that second half yeah, left us. But. I was gonna say, you know, not taking anything from Cleveland, they have a bunch of great athletes, but I mean, this Maribel team is on a different level, and trying to. Stop them in all facets is definitely going to be uh, a challenge for the Westridge. Well, and Westridge is going to have a front row seat to see if they can they can battle up. Uh, you know, I think anytime you make it to postseason play, you get an opportunity to play for 48 minutes. Then you got to be excited. And they're down here. They've brought a really good contingency over there. The Westridge faithful, if you will, uh, the the uh, the Wolf parents. Is that is that the Wolf Pack? Maybe the Wolf Pack. I think that's the Wolf Pack over there. It's a, there's only one Wolf Pack. Watch TikTok. It's it's only one Wolf Pack. But anyway, uh, they're on the other side. They do have some really good uniforms. They're they're blue and white by by color combination. Colors are, are jerseys are very readable, which is always a, appreciative for me. And, uh, and and they've got a pretty cool logo, interlocking W and R. Uh, I felt like you could have went Whiskey River, you could have went a lot of different things, but they've uh, they went with West Ridge. But uh, I'm excited to see what tonight's going to look like. Looks like they're about to kick uh, kick up the national anthem. We're going to take another break. You're listening right here to the Everting Orthodontics pregame show right here on Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55, loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, Call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD. 
which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Folks, do you want the best mortgage rate and terms available? Go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home-owned and home-operated. We're part of your community. When you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally, too. That's Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Call me to see how your local wholesale mortgage broker can help you get the best possible mortgage rate and terms. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com. Welcome back to Skeeter Shield Stadium, Jim Renfro Field on the campus of Maryville High School. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips as we're getting ready. Uh, the marching band just knocked out the national anthem. Great job by the Maryville marching band. Uh, the Rebels are walking in front of the home faithful in the traditional home black jerseys, red and white stripes on the shoulders respectively. But uh, Chris, a new touch here tonight white football pants with black and red stripes on either side excited to, to see that new look black rebel helmet red rebel script on either side some things just don't need changing yeah like you said the pants are a little bit of a different touch but i mean it stands out nice looks great like you said in the outfit excited the uh, they call it the friday kit Friday. if you will but uh the signs up the uh, cheerleaders are holding it up uh just a little congratulatory message there for the cheerleaders <laughs> they finished third in the state uh, competition for cheerleading uh they they will now go to a regional competition here in a couple weekends so wish them all the best as that's a that's a big accomplishment that's great to uh, to compete at any level and again uh big time uh, message there third in the state uh, as our our rebel cheerleaders but the sign holding it up out there it says hey west ridge Make sure to tell your friends you're free next week because the Red Rebels won't lose our winning streak. Like it. And good touch. And, like, uh, I'm going to harp on you. I mean, finishing third in the state, like you say, getting to go, what was it, we say Kentucky next week? Yeah, they go to Lexington. Uh, a yeah. regional, almost national event. I think some people are saying national event. I mean, that's incredible. It's, it's huge. And like I said, competing at any level in the high school ranks is, is just a fun environment. So, yeah, congratulations to those ladies and, uh, and, and those young men. They, there's, a, there's a couple uh, that, that uh, compete at that level, so that's really cool. 
But as both teams are getting ready to, to kind of run onto the field, let's let's set a little stage here for the 6-8 playoffs. We talk about this game here tonight. Maryville will take on West Ridge. The winner of tonight's game will face the winner of Bradley Central Farragut on the other side of the bracket. Really, a, uh, never thought I'd root for Farragut, but last week I uh, saw the, the Admirals knock off Science Hill. That uh, locked in a home spot for the Red Rebels uh, all the way to Chattanooga. So hopefully uh, that will continue on. But if you look on the other side, a little mid to, to West Tennessee, Lebanon and Riverdale are playing tonight, and the winner of that game will take on Shelbyville and Oakland's winner. Uh, I think that's a, we feel like Oakland's got a pretty clear path uh, to see Maryville here on the Jim Renfro field, but uh, there's, there's still a couple weeks to make that happen. Yeah, a lot of people are saying from that West uh, region, it's probably going to be Riverdale that might give Oakland a battle, but uh, you know, don't want to look too far down the road, but we're expecting a uh, fourth-round matchup with those Oakland teams. Yeah, I think so. The Patriots of Oakland High School. But looking at the totals as the Red Rebels break through the paper, uh, the Westridge Wolfpack, uh, their, their cheerleaders ran out with uh, the pack uh, flags. I think that's uh, that's a decent touch. Uh, maybe you just need enough flags to make, make letters. So what, whatever works. <laughs> Noah Vaughn comes into tonight, Chris. 145 touches, 1,364 yards, 18 touchdowns. He's well on his way. Just just above 1,800 yards is the school record for a season. Uh, if we make it to Chattanooga, Noah's on his way to a, to a school record. Yeah, and that's just incredible in itself. And then talking about another record that we were just talking about, DJ Burks uh, on the defensive side, one interception away from tying the Maryville school record of what uh, I think ten interceptions. For careers, yeah. Career no, that's the career level. Yeah, he's yeah. A, he's a big. Uh, he he is a. There's a couple players that are on their way to big time marks in Maryville school history, and that's that's a place that uh, it's kind of a sacred place. There's been a lot of great players come through this this facility. But uh, as the captains are getting ready to head to to the 50 yard line, let's thank those sponsors that makes Rebel Radio happen. Twin City Certified, right here in Maryville, they're the game of the week sponsor. Stevenson Tire, Windy City Grill, Bob Ramsey State Representative, and REO Cheese Wagon, uh, Whitlock and Company PC, Everting Orthodontics, Broadway Barbershop. Dwight Price of Realty Executives, Careco Construction, El Himidor Mexican Grill, Common Sense Pest Control, Lee Franks, a volunteer home mortgage, Smoky Mountain Axe House, the Huddleston Law Firm, Bliss Air, and just with us this year, Dive With Us Scuba Services, Mr. Jeff Birchfield and company. Uh, thanks to all our sponsors. Looking across the way, West Ridge is in their, their road whites, uh, white football pants, white jerseys, blue numerals. They've got blue shoulder uh, paint there, they're striped there, and they have blue helmets with a interlocking WR on either side. Uh, like I said, a good-looking uniform for the new school from Blumville uh, that merged Sullivan North, Sullivan Central, and Sullivan South. So it's a combination. It's yeah, a combination of Sullivan. It's a conglomerate. Like I told <laughs> the coach, uh, they turned 33 starters into 11 on either side of the football. So uh, they've uh, they've played some football. But as we look at who the captains will be for tonight's game for Maryville, it will be number one, DJ Burks, number five, Carson Jones, number 55, Mike Bethea, number 75, Trevor Abdella. Uh, for West Ridge, it will be number 18, Austin Reiner. Number 75, Fletcher Gibson. Number one, Eli Topping. And number seven, Ethan Bergeron. Yeah, we're going to go with Bergeron. I think Bergeron. that's probably a better way. Either way, they didn't send pronunciation. And Mr. Jeff Weaver down there taking incredible photos like he always does. In shorts. I like. I love the photo he does right now with the uh, panoramic view of all the uh, captains. 
Oh, it's a good look. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, uh, but, uh, Chris, as we, uh, we near just a, just a touch under two minutes till kickoff, what do you see, uh, again, for both sides of the football? What's Westridge looking at when they look up in the stands and see all the state championships there at the field house? And what is, what's the Red Rebels look at a new, uh, new, newcomer, new entrance into the 6A playoffs? Well, I think, uh, you know, you said it best a while ago. The bulletin board material has been posted. Uh, we've heard from several people that Maribel is, uh, known about that you look at Westridge on their side this is a new environment you know you've you've had some big games but probably not placed uh been in a hostile environment like Maribel is I mean this crowd's going to be loud it's going to be proud and it's going to make it very tough on that offense especially when they're trying to get uh back on on uh passing plays so I expect some big action uh big games for some of these uh defensive players Manneker uh Bethea you know, I like them, and I hope, you know, we see DJ get one of them interceptions and tie that record tonight. As the coin flip has been made, Maryville wins the toss and wants the football, wants to go on offense to start this game as we uh, as we get on the uh, what? That's a statement right there because yeah. they usually defer. So I think uh, Chris they is like the, wide-eyed right now. But, um, <laughs> I think this is their uh, the coaching staff's idea of showing the physicality that Westridge wants to see from Maryville. As the clock has been set to 12 minutes, Chris, I, I, I think you're right. I think this is a statement point. Uh, they want to they get on offense and set the tone. And, and I think, honestly, the last couple of games, teams have been able to kind of manage a little bit of time, and it's you know five minutes away in the game before they see it on offense. So uh, we'll see. Deep for the Red Rebels, DJ Burks, Noah Vaughn, and Gage Ledoux. Looks like number six will be the kicker. For West Ridge, that's Eli Lacino. Uh, he is a six foot, 170 pound senior. And he's going to step it off, and the kick is away, and it's football time in Maryville as it's going to go deep and going to have a chance to be returned, and it's going to bounce into the end zone. Touchback. Noah Vaughn bringing it out to the 20 yard line. Noah wanted it, wanted to get that return, just, uh, just went into the end zone. Yeah, I think he uh, looked upfield a little bit trying to catch the ball. Like you said, I think he just bounced right off the shoulder pad and went into the end zone. But as Carson Jones will come out to command the troops, talking to Coach Hunt there, getting the last little bit of info before he heads out there. Again, a good-looking uniform combination tonight as all, all are in black cleats, black socks. we got those uh, alternate white football pants. Yeah, and I like what you said about the uh, West Ridge. Having them bright blue numbers on that all-white jersey is going to stand out really good for us. We can appreciate. As they, they can't figure out which hash mark they're going to run this thing on, they've uh, flipped it back and forth a couple of times, but they'll stay with the far side hash to start this one off. First down, 10 yards to go from the Rebel 20-yard line, going left to right towards Cedar Street. Carson looks to the right side of the formation. Cleans his gloves, stands in shotgun formation. He takes the snap, rolls the pocket to the right. He's going to deliver in the flat to Carson Jones. A little stutter step, gets away from the first guy. The second guy, he cannot. He's going to get up to the 27-yard line. That's a good pickup on first down. It's going to bring up second down, three to go. And just a nice little outside curl route there by the Maribel offense. You know, uh, the Westridge dropped back into a zone, leaving uh, Carson Jones for a short in route. And, you know, well, it took about five seconds, five yards before uh, – Number 18, Austin Reiner, could get up there to tackle him. Second down, three to go. Again, ball sits on the Rebel 27. Carson in the shotgun formation. Noah to his left hip pocket. Two receivers out wide to the left. He's going to change the formation. He's going to stack up. Gates Ledoux just right off right guard. He's going to hand it to Noah Vaughn. A little stutter step. Gets away from the first guy. That's trouble. And he's going to drive himself beyond the 30-yard line up to the 32, and that's enough. 
for Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down, great run by the junior. Yeah, and definitely, uh, I think that was the uh, number 43 there, Amarian Simmons, that found the physicality that Noah, for such a small back and bring, I mean, he hit him at the line of scrimmage and it just drove him two yards back. I just, I, I don't know what film tells people to go for Noah's ankles, but uh, I'd probably cut that film out. But uh, Carson's going to get back and shotgun quickly. Going to snap or going to stack a bunch to the left, a little three-man formation. Going to move DJ left to right across. He's going to give, no, fake the handoff, delivers to DJ in the flat. He's got some room. Shakes off one tackle, gets across midfield, down into Westridge territory, and he's rumbling all the way down to the 44-yard line. That's a great pickup by the senior. Yeah, great screen pass out to DJ and great blocking out there on the edge by not just uh, Markel, but also Carson Jones out there, two great blocks. Sprung him out there for that big uh, first down. And I think I think that was a great play fake. Uh, faked me out of mine, and, uh, and again gave DJ a little one-on-one -on -one action out there that he could exploit. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. They're going to move Gates Ledoux to the right hip pocket of Carson Jones. See what's going to happen here. Stacks up Jackson Phillips in the line. Now he actually gives it to Gage Ledoux. Gage has got some room. He's going to cut it back across the middle, run into some defenders, but not before he picks up huge yardage down to the West Ridge 27-yard line and another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Yeah, just incredible blocking by that offensive line sprung him. I think he was about 10, 15 yards downfield before he got any contact, before he got chopped down there by number six, Eli Ichino. He's safety for Westridge. And the thing is, the Rebels are running tempo. They, they continue to roll guys in, roll guys out, but uh, the, the speed just continues to stay. They're going to hand Noah to the right hip pocket, have two receivers to the right, two to the left, and they're going to move Gage Ledoux left to right across the formation. Going to clean those hands, take the shotgun snap. He's going to fake to Noah Vaughn, delivering the flat. That's Gage Ledoux. He gets across the 20, spins his way across the 15, and drives Westridge down to the 11-yard line. Huge pickup for the sophomore. And, I mean, you going back to physicality, I mean, that was just dragging a defender five yards after contact. It's not bad for a team that's <laughs> not that physical, Chris. I mean, I think uh, Westridge is going to go back and say, you know, maybe they are a little bit more physical than we got credit for. Um, those with pencils usually don't play the football. So uh, Carson's going to look to the sideline, gets the play. Uh, he's going to have, uh, looks like, Markel Fortenberry, DJ Burks out wide. And looks like both of those guys are just going to have one defender on them. So I I, uh, I expect we'll see what happens here. He's going to change it a little bit. Noah's going to flip to his left hip pocket. I think this is corner all the way. Yeah, Takes the shotgun snap, play action to Noah. He's going to deliver across the touchdown. flat. Markel Fortenberry into the end zone. Touchdown, Rebels. Just a great play call. I mean, you saw the cornerback take steps and go outside. And what do they do? They uh, slant patter inside. Beat him to the point, got the ball, easy touchdown for Maribel. What I liked was is, is Carson looked to the left side of the formation and went, are they going to move? <laughs> They're not going to move. They put one okay, on let one. Me, let me tell this. Okay, and then the only thing that was different than what I thought was I thought it was going to go to the corner, not the middle. But Markell in the end zone nonetheless, and the Bliss Air scoreboard has just changed. The Rebels streak through the common sense pest control red zone, and now the scoreboard reads as the football hits Jeff Weaver's house, <laughs> the Red Rebels 7 and the visiting West Ridge Wolves, zero. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. 
Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. What you know about rolling down in the deep when your brain goes numb, you can call that mental freeze when these people... And welcome back to Maryville High School. You're listening to Rebel Radio, WGAP. The Rebels have struck first, and it is seven to nothing in favor of the home team. A, let's see, six play, 80-yard drive, three minutes, 20-second time of possession. Like I said, eight minutes, 40 seconds to go. Westridge is already in the hole. Yeah, that was the definition of uh, setting the tone early for Maryville, especially on that offensive side. As they're going to kick it away, a little squib kick. It's going to be returnable, taken at the about 13-yard line. He's going to spin out of one tackle and run head first into a host of Rebels. Looks like looks like that might have been Cannon Johnson that was the first contact. It's going to be a first down, 10 to go, ball on the West Ridge 25-yard line. Yeah, like you said, that was Cannon Johnson down there, just uh, speeding down there, got the first contact, took his legs out from under him, and then the rest of the Maribel there to uh, finish him off. Yeah, Westridge is going to come out on their first offensive series. Quarterback is going to be Bergeron, Ethan Bergeron, and looks like the running back will be McLean. It's going to be under center. You don't see that very much, again, against the teams that we play. They're going to take it handoff. It's going to go around right end. It's going to go off tackle, and he's going to pick up just a couple. Let's see if we can get the number. Yeah. Tight formation. Couldn't hardly see the back. I think 24 was the running back. Looks like 24 for Westridge. That will be Caleb McClain. They're going to stay tight to the formation. This is a team that uh, that runs a little bit of a, a little bit of a single wing, wing offense. Yeah, the wing T offense. He's going to take the snap. He's going to pitch it this time. And uh, I guess Peyton Cooper uh, did his scouting report. He was in the backfield. He drops him for a loss. A little yeah. two step forward, two steps back. That's going to be a loss of two. Third down, ten to go. And that's great pursuit from uh, Peyton Cooper. Like you said, he came all the way from the backside to make that tackle. They're already at the line of scrimmage. Going to take it again. Let's see what they do. They try to get the hard count. Maribel doesn't move. Now they look to the sideline to see if they're going to change the play. Looks like number seven, Ethan Bergeron. Again, looks to the coaching staff, but then gets back under center. He's moving 19 into motion, and looks like that motion was a little too early. It's going to be a false start against West Ridge. That's going to back him up five more. That's going to be. Nah, it's offsides. Yeah, they caught offsides. I think ah, that's a reaction situation. Yeah, I think uh, Caleb, like you, uh, was that Caleb Graham, number twenty-one? I think he saw what you saw. The guy move, he reacted, and unfortunately, I, I think he's the one that got called by it. Yeah, that's going to be a pickup. That's going to be a pickup for Westridge. It's going to help them out a little bit. It's going to bring up a third and long four, and uh, it'll be ball on the thirty-two yard line. So they're going to go right to left. It's like Bergeron is going to stay with McLean in the backfield. Again, quick motion again. A little double fake, but it hits the ground, and I think the Rebels fell on it. I think that was. I think that might have been Caleb Graham that jumped on it. I mean, all 11 Rebels can't be wrong. Let's see what they call. Uh, They're going to say Westridge gets back on it. You see a couple Rebels, Mike Bethea and uh, Zach Braden to to include. Uh, They're they're smacking their helmet. They thought they could have got that one. But it's going to bring out the punt unit nonetheless. No gain on the play. Fourth down, four upcoming, 6.44 to go here in the first quarter. And then a great defensive play there by Caleb Graham. I think he's the one that was initially there to make the hit that caused the fumble and almost recovered it himself. 
Well, I'm telling you, that was that was trying to be a little double fake, and it just didn't work out. But the punt's going to get away clean, as I believe number five was the punter there. Six. Or no, six, Eli Iancino. And he uh, he will uh, – the reception made. The return is up to the, the Maribel 44-yard line. That's where they'll take over. Great field position to start this second run. Yeah, and it, punt came out a little sideways. I, you know, Markell did the right thing. He backed away, let it go, and – Luckily for Maryville, it bounced back, so causing West Ridge had to touch it earlier. And the Maryville offense, just uh, just uh, two minutes, 20 seconds since the last time they scored, and they've got the football back. So it looks like they're going to have a little different matchup out there. They're going to have Julius Toto and Markell out wide left, and they're going to have Carson Jones, DJ Burks down here to the right-hand side of the formation. Noah Vaughn to the left hip of Carson Jones. Carson's going to look to the sideline to see what he needs to do. Going to make a slight adjustment based on that communication. Steps back in the shotgun formation. Looks like a little standard defense for, for Westridge. He's going to do a little play-action pass. He's going to roll the pocket, call his own number. He's going to get across the 45, stiff arm across oh. the 50, and he's going to go out There's of bounds at the 48-yard oh. line. They're going to get, I think, Toto out there was blocking. And unfortunately, with Carson jumping outside, he tried to – Hook the re- or hook the corner, and I think they're going to get him for a hold. I thought, it, you know, Carson, again, good reaction time to, to make that decision to call his own number. Yeah, just outside hold there. And uh, Carson's already back talking to Coach Hunt. He, he said, let's just work with it. Let's go. Yeah. 6-13 to go here in the first quarter. 7 to nothing your score. And it was a tough one. You know, Toto's doing a great job blocking out there. And with the quarterback going inside, he was blocking in the right way. But with uh, Jones jumping outside, he uh, – just overcompensated a little bit and grabbed, I think, the uh, shoulder, which is going to get caught every time. Effort plays. you got you got to love them. But it's going to bring up first down 15 to go. Ball will back up to the 39-yard line of the Red Rebels. Going to break the huddle. And again, as I say each and every week, one of the few times you'll see that tonight. But Carson will flip Noah to his right hip and have trips to the right-hand side of this formation. I think it goes that direction. They're going to do a little play action. Carson's going to have to roll the pocket. It's going to collapse on him. He's going to have to call his own number. Goes left, gets across the 40, 45, 50, 45, and pushes his way down to the West Ridge 42-yard line. Again, initiates contact, but uh, not before he picks up a big first down. Yeah, and that looked like he was going to try to slide, and then number 13 there for West Ridge, that's Peyton Green, came up to meet him. But, I mean, that was a big quarterback just hitting somebody <laughs> Yeah, you, you got to watch those. Again, just a, the least bit of tweak uh, can make a big impact. But Carson Jones, just not he, – he's fearless. He, he's a big-time leader on this football team, and he, he likes to show how physical he can be. But he's going to stay in that, that shotgun formation. Erased a big deficit there. Another first down. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Noah, a little stutter step, stops, cuts the – clears the first defender and had one man to beat. And, and give number, I believe, six. six. Yeah. Give that Ian Sino. Ian Sino, yeah. Give him some credit. He uh, he he made a play when there was only one to make and uh, stops Noah Vaughn, but not before. He moves those chains one more time, and it's another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. I think the two defenders out here need to go get new shoes on because they both got their ankles broke on that play by Noah's cutback. Well, and Noah just has that uh, – he has that jump stop just down pat. He, he can stop on a dime, change direction, and get back to speed at an amazing rate. But as we're under five to play here in the first quarter, Rebels on the move deep in West Ridge territory. 7 nothing. your score. Carson takes the first down snap. He's going to hand off to Gage Ledoux just straight ahead forward as the sophomore, and we'll see how far he gets with it. I thought that was a little extracurricular afterwards. First down, picks up about half what you need. He's going to get down to the 23-yard line. 
Uh, that's going to be uh, that's going to be about a pickup of five on the play. Say it, say a long four. They're going to call second down, six to go. Yeah, and I think a couple of fans down here agree with you that they thought that Eli Toppins number one kind of might try to spear uh, the player as he was already down on the ground. Got a little jumbo set there on the right side of the line of scrimmage. They're going to fake the handoff. No, give it to Gage Ledoux. And Gage is just going to say we're going to we're going to match physicality as he gets inside the common sense pest control red zone and rumbles down inside the ten yard line down to the eight. That's another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Yeah, and that was another touchdown saving tackle there by number six, Eli Ichiano. But if you're Maryville, you're fine with the safety. You have to make all the tackles. So that means you're <laughs> at least 10 yards downfield. 15-yard pickup by Mr. Gage Ledoux, and we're off and running. First down goal to go uh, for the Red Rebels, up 7 to nothing over West Ridge. Carson looks to the sideline. He's going to have two receivers to the right. And a lone backfield. No, he's going he's gonna to have Noah Vaughn back there with him. Stacked up is Gage Ledoux. He's going to do a little corner pass. It's a floater. Got one man to beat. Does he beat him? Let's see what uh, they call. Uh, they're waiting. They're pointing. No call just yet. I think they're conferring. They get together. Everybody says touchdown on this side of the field. Touchdown, man. And the score is made. <laughs> touchdown, Markel Fortenberry. Took a second. We knew it. Now uh, they know. I'm gonna say from up here it looked good the entire way, but maybe they thought he bobbled it as he was going out of bounds. But I'll say he was he was dead corner of the end zone again, home side. So he caught the football and just kind of caught the and heels on the back. Point end. on that play, they brought the exact same touchdown look from a while ago, but instead of hitting the inward slant that he faked, he jumped back out to the coffin corner and. Touchdown, Maryville. And the good thing is he looked that way to really kind of stagger that defense. But, uh, again, the Bliss Air scoreboard has changed. Corbin Price on to add the extra point. He does, and they're just put a mark on that car because it's been tagged twice. But uh, <laughs> Corbin Price puts the extra point on, and the scoreboard now reads, your Red Rebels 14, the visiting Wolves of West Ridge 0. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at EvertingOrtho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. And welcome back to Rebel Radio. You're listening live from Maryville High School where your Red Rebels have scored twice on two possessions. One that took uh, a little over three minutes. This one, six plays, 56 yards, 2.53 off the clock. There's 3.29 to go here in the first quarter. And the Rebels have just kicked one into the end zone. A little Charles Trenum special touchback and West Ridge. Uh, again, every time they come out on offense, Chris, it seems like the hole's just a touch deeper. Yeah, and I mean, what more can you ask from this Maribel offense? They just responded with that physicality by matching it with even more physicality. And, you know, I, if I'm looking at West Ridge right now, it's time to either answer or you might be deficit big time. Well, and, and again, they run this wing tee, so they can't stand too much of a deficit to work with. But it looks like Bergeron's going to quick hand off. He's going to push the pile just forward. It's going to be a nice pickup there on first down. Going to get about three. Uh, that's that's kind of three yards in a cloud of dust, the kind of offense they're going to run here tonight. Bergeron quickly wanting to, to get the play set again. 
And if you're Maribel's defense, it's all about gap assignment here. You've got to make sure to contain the edges, not allow them to get the big run outside, but also the big guys in the middle, your big hog, your, uh, hog mollies there, uh, Frankie Diaz, Caleb Graham, you know, Mike Bethea, gap assignment. Don't let them get the inside run and shut it down. Trying to get that running back's uh, number back there. I think that's going to be – I think that's going to be 24-18. That's going to be Austin Reiner. Uh, looks like Reiner's going to go there right up the gut. Again, just right into the teeth of the Rebel defense, and they're going to pick up a couple more. It's going to bring up third. Looks like third and about three to go if the sticks tell me the truth. Yeah, and that was, uh, like you said, Reiner right up the middle, but uh, that was Zach Braden there, just a medium ran the hole, just keep him to the minimum gain. I tell you, this kind of offense is kind of fun to watch a little bit, but it, it's it's really tough for, for them with any kind of deficit because it's like they use the hash marks as, as fences. They don't send anybody out wide in this offense. They don't plan to throw it. Nah, and it's pretty predictable. I mean, as long as you can cut the edges off, I mean, it's a pretty easy offense to predict. Yeah, Bergeron stays under center. He's going to have 24 and 18 behind him. He's going to fake to 24. No, he's going to throw it. He's going to pitch it out to number seven, I believe. No, that's not number seven. That's one. That's Eli Topping, and he is going to get the first down. A little little play action there. Yeah, that was number one. Uh, like you say, Eli Topping. I think he he act like he was going to block, which Maribel, you know, blitzed up the front, and he just slid out, got the uh, three four yards they needed to get the first down before, and Markell knocked him out of bounds. That's going to be their first first down of the night, and uh, they will uh, they will try to add two. Uh, the ball's going to sit at the West Ridge. 31-yard line, again, going right to left here on Jim Renfro. He's going to get under center again. Again, 24 and 18, just eye formation behind him. Moves Eli Topping in in the formation. little stutter step off right guard. He's going to drive into the teeth of the defense. He's going to pick up a couple. I believe that was number 18. That's Austin Reiner. He's a 5'9", 151-pound senior, but he's not, a, he's not a feared, as they say. Nah, but that was a big hit laid there by number nine, Eli Haynes shooting down from his free safety spot. And like I said, he hit him right there and stopped him. It looks like they run they run their big back as the blocker and then try to use the speed to, to kind of cut that gap. And, uh, it looks like their quarterback is, is, is probably the biggest guy on the field right now. Uh, Bergeron, again, stays under center. Going to have 24. Going to move Eli Topping left to right. A little pitch play. Going to go to Reiner. Reiner's going to get around right in, and he's going to get chopped down. As uh, who knew the Rebels' defense was a lumberjack as they pick up just a couple there on second down. Yeah, that was just a great play there by uh, Mark Fortenberry jumping up from the cornerback, far cornerback position, uh, chopping his legs out. Keyshawn Harper doing a great job of blowing the play up and knocking the two blockers out of the way. As we're getting under a minute here in the first quarter of play, uh, again, Westridge just looking to get to, to midfield, uh, let alone get into the to Rebel territory. But uh, they're going to break the huddle as uh, there's 40 seconds now remaining in the first quarter, and they're uh, they're really in no hurry here. Looks like Bergeron's going to have Eli Topping again, just a just a motion man, and he's going to fake to 24. Looks to pitch to Reiner, and Zach Braden blows it up in the backfield. He's going to be dropped for a loss there, about a loss of one. As he, uh, he he does his best job getting back to the line of scrimmage, can't do it. It's going to bring up fourth down. And if you can't tell, the Bradens are right in front of us. But incredible play there by uh, Manneker to force the pitch first and foremost. And then, like you said, Zach Braden there to blow the play up for this Maribel defense. Well, and again, give uh, give Bergeron some credit. I, I mean, I thought he he played the pitch as well as he could. And just, uh, just you know, it, it was Zach Braden not biting on it. 
But as they're going to be in pump formation with just under 26 seconds to go here, it's going to be cleanly held and kicked. It's going to be blocked. That is blocked by Jason, Jason Manneker. And uh, I tell you, the, the Manneker mania is about to ensue because he got in there cleanly and blocked that punt. That's going to set up the Red Rebel offense just amazingly space as the, the Rebel faithful standing up for that Rebel yeah. defense. And a great individual player there by Jason Manneker. He uh, knocked his blocker down on his butt, broke through, and just with the hands extended, blocked it straight. Unfortunately for Maribel, it rolled out of bounds. Well, that's probably, that's probably fortunate for Westridge more than it's unfortunate for uh, for Maribel because that gives that offense just another bite of uh, what's been a tasty first quarter. 19 and a half seconds here left in the first quarter. Carson Jones is going to spread them wide. He's going to move. He's going to move, uh, it looks like, Julius Toto out in the flat. Delivers to Carson Jones across the middle, and he is going to get upfield, get across the first down marker, and get to the 14-yard line of West Ridge. That's going to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down inside the Common Sense Pest Control red zone. Yeah, and just another great pitch and catch on the play. Uh, the play action got the West Ridge defense to jump up and – Carson Jones right behind the linebackers for a wide-open throw. As the first quarter is going to come to an end, you know, you can't ask for much better from this Rebel team as defense has been amazingly stout and the offense has been explosive, to say the least. But as the clock hits zeros, Chris, uh, what, do you, what do you say when your teams come to the sideline? If you're Westridge, and what are you telling your Rebels? Uh, if you're Maryville, you're just going to say, remember that comment, pedal to the metal. If you're Westridge, you're like, maybe they're a little bit more physical than we thought and we're going to have to change our game plan. But – it's one of those things, they're running a team, uh, wing T offense. It's going to be slow pace for them. Yeah, I, the thing when you say wing T, the word that usually escapes us, explosive. You, you don't see a ton of explosive plays. So deficits are, are the enemy of, of a team that runs the wing T. So, yeah, they're, they're, they're really already getting the nerves rock, rocking. Uh, but if you look at it, passing yards, four yards on the day, and uh, total total offense out of that first quarter, 10 touches for Westridge, 10 yards on the play. Maryville explosive, 13 plays, 162 yards. But uh, flipping the field, Maryville will actually now be going right to left here at Jim Renfro, and uh, Westridge will try to keep them out of the field houses. That's the way they're going. Yeah, and looking at the stats, Carson Jones just a cool collective six for six for 82 yards and two big touchdowns. Yeah, and again, just an efficient passer and, and great play calling uh, by this sideline over here. But uh, Carson's going to wait on the signal. Clock's still not yet set to 12 minutes here in the second quarter. Yeah, I was thinking of Mr. Uh, Mr. Football for this Maribel team. I mean, doing incredible things right now. Like you said, great commander of this Maribel offense. Semi-finalist. Uh, sounds like he's putting his, uh, his name on a finalist position. Like, I'll tell you, C5's in my vote. I'll give you that. But, uh, you know, looking, waiting on the clock to reset to 12. We're, we're halfway. There we go. 12 minutes to go here. And uh, now we're getting set. Looks like they're going to take a small huddle, kind of set this thing up. Looks like West Ridge, you know, they, you know, give them credit for, for their, uh, I guess, early uh, endurance. They, they still look uh, lively on defense and look like they're trying to work with it. Carson's going to stay in the shotgun formation. Noah to his right hip. They're going to hand it to the deuce. He little stutter steps, a little touch and go. He, he missed He's one gone. guy, but he won't miss the second. Into the end zone. Touchdown, Rebels. I mean, I already said he was gone before the seven-yard line. As soon as he got past that defender and broke out, there was nobody going to catch him for the next seven yards. I don't know if he has extremely long arms or if they're just so far away because he, they, they put arms out, but he just goes, no, not I think today. He might not be like today. Sonic the Hedgehog. He's just a little too fast, and you just can't grab him. 
Well, I'll tell you, when he gets he, when he gets off to the move, I, what I loved about that run was is he kind of pulled up a, a little little Vince Young, if you will, and then he punched the gas one more time, and there wasn't a person wearing a white jersey that was going to catch him. As Corbin is going to kick that one extra high but extra good, your Bliss Air scoreboard now reads the Red Rebels 21, the visiting West Ridge Wolves 0. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran-owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872, or check them out online, smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. And welcome back to Rebel Radio WGAP is your Rebels. Pedal to the metal here tonight in the second round. 21 to nothing over the West Ridge Wolves. Talk about a quick and efficient drive there, Mr. Hips. Two plays, 30 yards, 28 seconds time of possession. But as Charles Trenum wants to make sure no return is to be had, he kicks it out of the back of the end zone. That's a touchback, and the Red and the Wolves will bring it out to the 20-yard line. First down, 10 to go. Yeah, and just another deep kick by Mr. Trenum. Like you said, that's just a secret weapon that Maribel throws out weekly. Keep any big returner, you know, standing still. I don't know if it's me, but uh, a defending and alumni, the the uh, Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game, uh, Jason Manneker runs out there just a little peppier this time. Yeah, big game Manneker is what I call him because he just week in, week out, man, just in the backfield living. Looks like Bergeron was going to take it out of the shotgun. I think he uh, he didn't like the pressure, but he, you know, a big body there. He's going to push the pile, run ahead forward. And that's a big run for the quarterback. That's a pickup of seven there on first down. Yeah, that's a great run there by Bergeron. I think uh, I see the coaching staff already saying, you know, you got to quit trying to rip the ball and just hit him and take him down. You know, well, he's a big body. I mean, he really is. There, there's defenders that Westridge has that doesn't doesn't look like he does. But Bergeron quickly is going to get. I guess this series will be in the shotgun weird formation there to the left side. We'll see how they look. Looks like topping and Bergeron's going to stay in the backfield, and they're going to have. Four offensive linemen stacked up on the left side of that formation. Weird look. Little pistol set there. He's going to take the snap. Going to run it straight ahead forward. Little wildcat look. And he is going to be stopped and dropped after a pickup of about one yard. It's going to bring up third down, two to go. A lot of looks. Not a lot of production on that play. Nah, Maribel did a whole lot better job of just hitting him at the line and forcing him backwards. Ten minutes, 49 seconds to go here in the second quarter. Third down, two yards to, to go, excuse me. Westridge clinging uh, to opportunities here. He goes back under center. It looks like they're going to try to push the pile a little. I mean, there's everybody at the line of ah, scrimmage. Eli Topping goes off right guard, and I don't he know that he got back to the, the offensive or to the line of scrimmage. It's going to be a, a no-gainer right there. 
It's going to bring up fourth and one. I think uh, I think they're going to have to make a decision here. Early on, you give the football back to Maryville, you're about to be down 28 yeah, to nothing. I think even though you're at your own 29-yard 20, line, you got to go for it here. But great defense there by Peyton Cooper, uh, Zach Braden, and even uh, Kenan Johnson swooping in there and hitting, taking his legs out. Let's see if they actually go for it. I think they're hard counting to a timeout. They try to hard count. Maryville doesn't move. He looks to the sideline. Does he stay with it? Bergeron, fourth down, one to one to go on his own 29. Again, oh, hard counting his yeah. own guy moves. That's it's going to be a false start. Back him up. Number 77, Jeremiah Kirkpatrick, the left guard out there, just jumped. I don't know if he fell for his own hard count. Well, I, I think that was, a, that was a twofer right there. One, you knew the, the deficit was about to get deeper. And then two, you just got a pump blocked. Is it worth going back out there? So I think both those played into that decision. But then when the offensive line jumped, the decision got made for you. Yeah. And I'm going to a score of interest. And at the end of the first quarter, Fair gets up three to nothing over Bradley Central. Row, row. Uh, oh, blocked. Oh. Looks, looks like the block was it's on. Tip. It was tipped. It is going to be a tip punt. No, uh, no call for running into the kicker. So it's going to land at about the 45 yard line of Maryville and die. It will go down at the 42. Wow. So that's where the Red Rebels will take over. That's Caleb Dunford there that just blew up from the outside position. Unfortunately, he didn't get the whole hand. I think he got just the fingertips, <laughs> but almost another great block there by this special teams of Maryville. Yeah, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say either physical or athletic. Both of those questions are getting answered here in the first half. But uh, as under nine and a half to play, Carson comes on last, uh, getting the last bit of uh, tutelage there from Coach Hunt. Uh, he'll bring the 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 Rebel offense, the potent Rebel offense, uh, to the 50 yard line. Looks like they're gonna give them the 50 yard line. Yeah, it bounced like, backwards, and I saw one of the uh, Westridge players hit it and knock it forward, <laughs> so that's probably what they're calling illegal touching. All right, so the Rebels will set up on the Power M. So if uh, if you've got your camera handy and you're in Skeeter Shield Stadium, that's a great picture to take. Another score of entrance, Pigeon Forge 14, Unicoi County. I think that's a 10-1 football team, zero. Alcoa all over GP, 21 to nothing. I don't think anybody's surprised. Carson Jones takes the shotgun snap. He's going to fake the handoff to Noah Vaughn, deliver across the middle to Markel Fortenberry. The catch is made, and that's down to the, the West Ridge 33-yard line for another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Yeah, and, I mean, you just saw the frustration there by Austin Reiner, number 18. I mean, great coverage there, but just Markel just out-jumping you to the ball and making a big catch for Maribel. Austin Reiner is 5'9". Yeah, I mean. I mean, he's giving up a little. Well, I guess – out jumping was not the right term then. Maybe just out boxing him then. <laughs> yeah. Boxing him out. Something like that. Something like that. But uh, Carson's going to stand at the West Ridge 39-yard line. He's going to take the shotgun snap. A little two, three-step drop. Looks to uncork it. He's got the number one down there. High points at DJ. Touchdown, Rebels. <laughs> I mean, what more can you say? DJ looking back for the ball the entire time. The cornerback uh, looked over at the safety like, I thought you were coming over, and <laughs> just another great pitch catch. A perfect throw there by Carson Jones. Well, and I'll tell you, you know, this Rebel offensive view, if one thing that high school football teams don't do is when a defender's there, a lot of, a lot of high school guys go, oh, what are you doing? Maryville doesn't do that. They watch the football. They play the football as best as anybody I've seen. And you know what? It ends up in a lot of touchdowns because the Bliss Air scoreboard has just – Changed. Corbin Price on to add the extra points. Trent him to hold. Price to kick. 
And if you can hear the band, it's because it's good. The Red Rebels now lead the West Ridge Wolves 28-0 here in the second round of the 6A playoffs. It's getting out of hand quick, guys. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry. You can't stop me. Uh, Can't stop, won't stop. Where the brakes at? I give them that ditty bop. Like, take that, take that, take that, take that. And welcome back to Maryville High School. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We're your rebels are out to a great lead, 28 to nothing over the West Ridge Wolves. Uh, again, myself, Wayne Kaiser, alongside Chris Hips. If you're just joining us, you know, you're, you're, you're not but about 16 minutes into the football game, but, Chris, you're 28 points deep in a Maryville win. Yeah, and I think we said it best. This offense that West Ridge has is not built for the uh, comeback. So, you know, this is getting out of hand quickly. Yeah, Farragut now leads Bradley Central 10 to nothing. A little score of interest there. The, the winner of that game will, uh, will hopefully come to Maryville. Here in about a week, looks like Bergeron's going to take the snap. He doesn't see Mike Bethea there, but Mike sees him, and he is sacked in the backfield. I'm glad Bergeron's a big quarterback because he just took a hard shot. Like he said, he's looking left the entire time, and here comes Mr. Bethea on a stun around from the edge, just laying him out. Yeah, I'm not sure they fed this defense before the game because these these guys are hungry. They're getting after it, getting upfield, and and Bergeron just happens to be uh, the biggest meal out there right now. Yeah, that was an unfortunate event for Mr. Bergeron. Second down, 18 to go. Bergeron's going to stay in the shotgun. He's going to have to uncork it, not traditional, but they're going to go long, and it is out in front of the outstretched hands of number three for West Ridge. That's going to be Isaac Haney. The 6'4", 181 receiver, but uh, even he couldn't catch up to that one. Yeah, and that was just a that was a great shot for him. I think they uh, caught Maribel a little bit by surprise because both uh, safeties jumped downward, and that left one on one with Markel. But like you said, just out of the out of the reach of his outstretched arms. Well, and and honestly, I think that sack played as much into that that juice that uh, Bergeron put behind that one because he knew if he held the ball for another second or two, he might be on his back again. Third down, 18 to go. Bergeron's going to stay in the shotgun formation. It's interesting how they flip that back and forth. Bergeron, a little hard count, going to take the shotgun snap, rolls the pocket to the right. He may have to tuck it and call it. No, he uncorks it. Pick. Does he have it? Oh, he called Is it. Is he picked? No, oh, they're going to say. He called it. They're going to say Reiner catches that one. DJ undercut oh. the route, thought he was going to get the pick, but they're going to give Reiner the, the catch. Not only catch, but 19 yards and a big first down for West Ridge. Man, I think DJ was one step away from picking that one, but great catch there by Ronner. I mean, I think he felt the pressure from not just DJ, but Eli Haynes and just went up there and highlighted and grabbed the ball before he took the big shot from both of them to get the first down for his team. Yeah, that's arguably, well, probably unarguably, the best play of this first half for West Ridge. 
Looks like Bergeron's going to take the snap, call his own number. He's going to try to go around left end, and nothing doing. He's going to lose one on the play. It's going to bring up second down, 11 to go. Yeah, and that play was just another blown-up play by Jason Manninger, taking the left tackle all the way back there, forcing Bergeron to cut back in where he ran right into, I think that was Mike Bethel and Caleb Graham to hit him and make the tackle. Pretty physical play, I would say, on there. I feel like that's a word we're going to use tonight. Seven minutes, 11 seconds to go here in the first half as uh, Westridge looking uphill at a 28-point Red Rebel lead. Second down, 11 to go. Bergeron takes a shotgun snap, a little play, and he's going to pull it down and run it. He's going to get across the 35-yard line up to the 36, but that's going to be well short of a first down. He's going to have third down, five to go. After the big quarterback keeper there, I, I think honestly, Chris, uh, they're just they're they're pulling every trick out of yeah. the book right now because one more touchdown and early in this game, this thing's gone. And that was a good play call because the uh, Maryville defense is being very aggressive, so that was a great play call to run it up the middle. But Keyshawn there to make the big tackle. Looks like Maryville's going to stay in in a pretty base defense. You don't see a lot of aggression right now here on a third and and mid uh, third and five to go. Ball on the uh, West Ridge 36 yard line. And they're going to take a shotgun snap, a little two-step drop. He's going to think about it. Now he's going to throw it, and that was a, a wide open, looks like Reiner, but it's going to go in and out of the hands of the uh, the senior receiver, and it's going to go incomplete. Austin Reiner was out there, and uh, I, I think he just tried to run before he got it. Yeah, and, uh, I mean, we just gave him credit for an incredible catch and taking a big shot on the play on the previous draw, or previous possession, and then this time right between his hands, I think he was trying to get upfield before he caught it. Fourth down and five up coming. Looks like they're going to punt this one away. That's going to be number six, Eli Iancino. Iancino is going to take the high snap, gets it down, gets it away. No pressure there as, as Maryville stayed back in uh, in coverage. And looks like they're going to let that roll. It takes a West Ridge bounce, and it'll come to uh, rest at the 24-yard line. I don't know if you've uh, ever been blocked twice, but that was probably the fastest I've seen him grab it. He grabbed that punt and just literally just kicked it as, as soon as he could. Yeah, it was the best example of hot potato we've seen here tonight. But uh, he kicks it away nonetheless, gets a good roll on it, and it's going to set up shop for the Maryville offense at the 24-yard line going right to left. Uh, as they're heading toward uh, the field house, they're also heading toward a, uh, a potential thing score right here, a 35-point lead. I'm still amazed that they're playing one-on-one coverage on the edge. Well, that's two six-four guys. Haney is the one-on-one guy, so I think they're just saying uh, you're going to have to play with him. But they're going to hand it off there on first down, just straight ahead run. I think that was – was that Noah or Gage? That was Gage Ledoux, and he is going to pick up, looks like, uh, two yards on the play. We're going to give him second down, eight to go. Yeah, and that was a hard run there by him, but he ran right into the uh, big guy for uh, Westridge. Was that Emeron Simmons, number 43, a dude that's listed 298. They, they flip Markell to the right side of the formation. Haney doesn't go with him, so the mismatch is there. Reiner looks like no over-the-top help. So going to take the shotgun snap is C5. He's going to play action, delivers out in the flat to Jackson Phillips. He goes past the block of Julius oh. Toto and a shoestring tackles. All that keeps him from pay dirt is he's going to pick up the first down. He gets up to the 37-yard line and another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. And shoestring tackle that was by number Peyton Green because I think if he does not make that tackle, there's nobody that's going to stop Jackson Phillips down the sideline. It looks like Markell continues. Uh, he's waving his arms. I'm assuming that's to say there's about eight inches in between me and him. Uh, but Carson looks at the sideline. He's going to have Gage Ledoux in the backfield with him. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. Jackson Phillips and Markell Fortenberry to the right. 
And looks like Julius Toto and Carson Jones uh, to the left. Carson's going to step back and shotgun moves. Gage Ledoux to his right hip pocket. Jackson Phillips right to left across the formation. He's going to take the shotgun snap, hands it off to Gage Ledoux, straight north and south, and Gage falls ahead forward. Big pickup there. It's going to be a pickup of about four there on first down. It's going to be second down, six to go. And there's another tackle there by Eli Echino coming up to make the hit from a safety spot. But, I mean, he got down and literally had to grab the ankles there of of Mr. Ledoux, you know, not want to meet him up high. When I love what the difference between Gage and Noah is. You, you know, Noah's he's got a little finesse, but he's got a lot of power. But he has those cuts that he does. No, Gage, he's just a north and south freight train. He's gonna run you over. Yeah, I love the way he runs. He's he reminds me so much uh, of a lot of the 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 big power backs that we've had the last few years. But uh, looks like they're gonna look to the sideline. Uh, two receivers to the right. They're gonna have a stand up Jackson Phillips. Markel by himself back here. They're going to do a little handoff to Gage Ledoux. He's got one man to beat. He stiff arms him at the 50, cross the 45, down to the 40. And that needs to be a horse collar as he is thrown out of bounds. No call. No, they're not calling it. And he's going to get down to the West Ridge 37-yard line. It's a big pickup for Gage. But, uh, yeah, you got you to gotta keep that out yeah. of it. He, he literally got horse yeah. collar down. 22-yard pickup on the play. Yeah, he grabbed the back of the helmet. That should have been a horse collar tackle on number 26, Jesse Barnes. But just another explosive run. After and a great just, stiff one. After you told him he didn't have money, he was a north-south, he broke it out left with a big juke. Hey, prove me wrong. <laughs> I think, hey, 28 points on the board, 28 number on your jersey. Just make it work. But uh, Carson's going to take this. He, he is going to change the play at the line of scrimmage, flip Gage to his left, move Jackson Phillips right to left across the formation. He takes the shotgun snap, a little play action. It's going to collapse the pocket. He delivers over in the flat to Julius Toto. That's beyond the 20 and down to the West Ridge 16-yard line. About said 15, but 16-yard line. That's a huge pickup for Julius, and that's another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. 21 yards on the pickup. And a big shout-out there to uh, Jackson Phillips sliding over, seeing the blitz coming from the outside, cut the man down, which gave Carson the chance to step up in the pocket and hit Julius Toto for that big gainer. Yeah, absolutely. And Julius just runs a great route, and Carson just puts it on the money. Just love the way Carson knows his receivers and can hit him in stride. It's a beautiful play. But uh, Carson's going to kind of tweak the line of scrimmage just a touch. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. Gage Ledoux to his hip. He's going to give the, the football to Gage Ledoux. He's going to pick his poison and drive those legs and get down near the 10-yard line. They'll give him the 10. That's going to be a pickup of about six yards there on first down. That's going to bring up second and short as they're inside the common sense pest control red zone looking for that L. Himidor touchdown. I'm just watching these uh, Westridge players, man. They got the hands on the hips already. You can tell they're already getting tired down by this ready to play i think one player just threw his shoe out of the back of the end zone so they could stay in so that's kind of a well hit the guy with the socks we'll see what's going to happen looks like three minutes 10 seconds to go here in the first half maryville's looking to tack on that 35th point uh, to get this clock sliding on by here in the second half. Carson Jones is going to take the shotgun snap. He's going to give it to Gage Ledoux. Gage does a little stutter step. And, you know, West Ridge Four, isn't going to stop him. He'll get to the end zone. Wow. Touchdown, Rebels. He literally just bounced off five West Ridge defenders on that run. I mean – I don't want to say physical, but that might have been a physical run right there. That was well, incredible. I, I think it was lack of physicality on the defensive side. Uh, Let's just say that. Gage was running straight up and down. I mean, he was he was as tall of a back as he'll run all night. And, you know, Westridge just didn't want to wrap him up, and he just pinballed off a couple defenders, scored. Great play, and the Bliss Air scoreboard has just changed. With 2.55 to go, it reads the Rebels 34, 
West Ridge zero. As Corbin Price tacks on that extra point, it changes again. And now it reads the Maribel Rebels 35, the West Ridge Wolves zero. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maryville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maryville. Tired of your current job? Looking for a career change? Want to stay home in Blount County? Then check out the many job openings and company career pages at BluntAreaJobs.com. Here you'll find complete job descriptions and an easy application process. Don't waste any more time. And welcome back to Skeeter Shield Stadium, Jim Renfro Field on the campus of Maryville High School where your Red Rebels now hold a 35-point advantage over the visiting Westridge Wolves. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips. You know, it said run like a rebel, but I'm not sure Gage Ledoux wasn't running like a freight train. I mean, that was a downhill runner, you know, snowball effect, just taking everybody from Westridge with him on that big old scamper. How, what, 22-yard run was that? Or t- it was no. The finish was just a ten-yard run, but uh, but in that uh, he's got eighty yards on the night. That was a seven-play, seventy-six-yard drive, three minutes, seven seconds time of possession in West Ridge. I think their their game plan to get to half is just don't give it back to that Maryville offense. And they're staying in their shotgun, which is going to be something that they haven't did much this year. Eli Story going to move right to left. Going to have Bergeron as the quarterback. He takes the snap. Quick handoff. Let's see who he gives it to. I want to say that was twenty-four. Uh, that was Caleb McLean, and he's going to get off right guard, pick up a maybe a yard, second down, nine to go. Yeah, and just just another great effort there by Caleb Graham, Mike Bethea, you know, Frankie Diaz down there just holding their position, and he ran right into that wall up front of Maribel's defense. As Bergeron's going to have two receivers to the left, one to the right. This is not the traditional Westridge offense. A little play action, deliver out in the flat. Reiner's going to get it with some room to move. He's going to cut Ooh. it back into the teeth of a Maryville defender, and he's going to be dropped. It's going to be about a pickup of a yard on the play. Tough sledding for runners there. As uh, there, There's a little chippiness going on yeah. right there. Yeah, I didn't like that play by number one, Eli Toppins. Uh, Maryville players on the ground, and he literally – you know, speared him again. This is the second time that's happened by him. But great, you know, great defense there by Maryville. They jumped out there. Peyton Cooper was the first one to meet him out there, cut him back in, and he ran into a big hit by Mike Bethea. Yeah, you, you watch enough film, you know, don't cut back toward at number 55 or number number 44. So it uh, looks like Bergeron's going to have a third and long in front of him. Third down nine, he pump fakes, delivers out in the flat to Haney. He's, he's by himself, and he's going to pick up the first down. That's going to be a pickup of about 11 there on third down, and uh, Westridge stays alive. That's a first and 10 Wolves. Yeah, and I think maybe Markel might have slipped a little bit on that play because – he had a little bit too much of an opening and was just unable to get past that line of scrimmage to get the first down. I wonder if the pump fake kind of played Markel to cut to the inside. You know, that that's something to be had. But, uh, you know, they're going to break it back out with the new set of downs. 135 to go until half. First down, 10 to go Wolves. As they're going to go left or right here on Jim Renfro. 
They move Story from right to left across the formation. They're going to move Reiner into motion. little pitch play, swing play to Reiner. He's going to get around the left end. He fumbles the football, and the Rebels have fallen on it. They get another shot at it. Mike Bethea. Yeah, big, big uh, group there. One guy strips it, one guy recovers it. That's team defense right there, Chris. I want to say that was Keyshawn came up with the strip, and then Mike Bethea right there to cover it. So that's Mike Bethea's big, big fun or big sack, and now he's got a fumble recovery. That's going to be, uh, it's going to give Carson the chance. Like so, here with a minute twenty-three seconds to go, Chris, uh, do you punch it? Do you punch the gas one more time? Uh, I think you just, you, you know, as funny as you want to be about it, you you make a statement here. You take the forty-two point lead, which guarantees if they score a touchdown, which guarantees if they make a touchdown, you know, they still got to score twice to make the running clock in the second half. To bring it off. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. A replay showed Keyshawn did punch it out. Good deal, good deal. But uh, looks like Carson's going to fake the pitch. It's going to bite the defense. He rolls the pocket and tries to pull it, and it looks like Carson's just going to have to tuck it around. And he's going to take a big sack right here, but I think that's a safe play uh, to keep anything bad from happening. Yeah. It's going to bring down – it's going to be a big loss there, bring up second down and very long, uh, but it's going to bring him back to the 40-yard line. Minute, 13 seconds to go, but clock will stop. Yeah, I think he was looking for the home run. Unfortunately, I think the receiver on the outside over there, which was Markell, and I want to say that was Tez Dozier was in on the play. I think both of them ran almost the same route, so three defenders were over there. He wisely just took the sack. It's going to be second down, 18 to go. Ball on the the West Ridge 40-yard line. It's going to be a little three-step drop. He's going to deliver it to Gage Ledoux. Gage's got a lot of green in front of him. 25, 20, 15, 10. He's still fighting. Four. No, that's down to the six-yard line. That's Gage Ledoux at his best right there. He's, he's making a statement tonight. There's another downhill run. I mean, he just put his head down, took number six on, drove him five yards back, and took two other Westridge players and hit him out of bounds. Could Gage be the first sophomore to win the, the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game? This year, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I guess Noah won it last year yeah. as a sophomore. But, yes, in 2021, way to, way to clarify our stance here, Chris, as we're under a minute to go here in the first half, and, and Gage Ledoux gave life to a Red Rebel touchdown. That was a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down as they'll set up first down goal to go uh, inside the Common Sense Pest Control red zone. Looks like Carson's going to have Gage Ledoux to his right hip. He's going to have uh, – no, he's going to actually move Gage across the formation. He's going to roll the pocket, get it to Gage. Touchdown. He's going to turn the corner, hit the byline, and touchdown, Rebels. And that's a cheap shot. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, he, he gets through the corner of the end zone. He's out of bounds beyond the end zone, and they, they throw him against the fence. Yeah, you, you got to shut this down, refs. I'm glad, though. He, he got up. He waved by to that guy. No, I think it was number 10. I mean, that could almost, depending on how they call it, he could be thrown out of the game for that kind of act. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see how they call it. It'll be it'll be post the extra point, I believe. But they're gonna call the touchdown good after the play, a personal foul against West Ridge. Uh, they will uh, they will enforce that on the kickoff. So uh, Charles Trenum doesn't need any help to get it out of the back of the end zone. But that's almost uh, Charles Trenum may hit Jeff's house himself <laughs> now. So. Looks like Corbin Price will add the extra point, and uh, he'll he'll try to do uh, he'll try to be perfect at this himself. As uh, Charles Trenum will hold the kick is up and away, and just like it has been most of the year, it is good, Mr. Hips. And the Bliss Air scoreboard now reads: Your Red Rebels, 42, the visiting 
West Ridge Wolves 0. You're listening to Rebel Radio. We'll be right back. CBD is sold everywhere these days. But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money-back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guarantee. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman, the most bioavailable, guaranteed. And welcome back to Maryville High School, where your Red Rebels now lead 42 to nothing. Over over West Ridge, as uh, as we have special guests always in the booth. Uh, some people would like to say, start the buses. Things may <laughs> may get to moving here for West Ridge as as the penalty is assessed uh, after the cheap shot after the touchdown. Uh, Charles Trenum sets this one, tees this one up at the West Ridge 45 yard line. Are we going to take bets here? I'm so, worried about them cars back behind the uh, field house. Yeah, behind yeah, I mean, the that's field not house. A, I mean, they're there they're is in a, range now. If he makes it through, does he does he automatically win Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game? If he goes, if it's a good field goal from right here, nah, he's got to go over the net too. Okay, I mean I'm with it. Looks like he's just gonna pooch it through. He, he's not. Did that go through? Oh. No, I don't think it did. I think it went wide left. Wide left. Wide, <laughs> wide left. left. It was right there though. It's a long kick. It bounces off the net, off the backboard there, if you will, of the uh, the left side end zone here, and it'll be a touchback. And Westridge will uh, will try this thing again. Uh, down 42 now with 54.3 seconds to go. Yeah, I mean, uh, you would hate to you hate to see that kind of action from a team but you know from Maribel great composure you saw the coaching staff telling no come to the sideline yeah it's 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 the thing is be be you and and right if they would have retaliated that's not the football's out again looks like Westridge uh put a magnet on that one it goes back to the wolves but uh uh, ball control has has not necessarily been their friend here late in this second quarter but it is looking at the totals right here as we'll wrap this up here at halftime but uh Rebels already 334 yards total offense here tonight. But under 40 seconds to go in the second quarter. Bergeron looking to the sideline. He's going to stay in shotgun. Three receivers to the right, one to the left. This couldn't be farther away from their tradition. Uh, They're going to hand it off to McLean, and he is going to be met and planted by Keyshawn Harper. Yeah, Keyshawn just nailing him up top. I think that was Richmond. That's beast mode. Yeah, beast mode and Richmond down there with some big hits laid on to that running back number 24. Yeah, a little prevent as as Merrill's just going to back the defense up. Bergeron's going to take a three, five-step drop, rolls the pocket to the right, just wants to throw it. He's going to underhand it. And uh, nice little throw there, but uh, Haney unable to hold on to it. That's going to be incomplete. 4.2 seconds to go. I don't know. I mean, I know they're the road team in white unis, but I don't know if you don't take a jersey off, wave it over your head. Uh, this this thing's getting bad. And for Maribel right then, you, I mean, we're in prevent defense. There was four people. I think they were trying to go on a deep shot, but, I mean, you got four guys out there standing at least 20 yards downfield. So they went for the underneath, but unfortunately, like you say, he's trying to sidearm it and came up short. Yeah, there's only oh, there's no Patrick Mahomes on that side of the football. That sidearm just didn't work. As as Bergeron's going to take it, he's going to try to flip the. 
He's going to try to flip it over to the left flat. Guy's there, but he throws it behind him. That's going to fall incomplete. But as that falls incomplete, the clock hits zeros, and the Red Rebels put together probably two of the best quarters of football here this season, and it's jumped them to a 42 to nothing lead over the West Ridge Wolves. Let's take us a break. Listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, the Whitlock & Company PC Halftime Show right here from Maryville High School. You're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAP Radio. Radio.com. Mastercraft with a K Renovations. We'll handle all your interior and exterior needs. Kitchens and baths, decks and fencing, flooring and windows, electrical and plumbing, doors and roofs. We do it all and we do it right. Mastercraft with a K Renovations has 35 years experience and is state certified renovator. We are EPA lead and asbestos abatement certified. We are solid surface certified in granite, corian, and marble. We'll handle all your solid surface needs. Proudly serving all of East Tennessee, call today to get your free estimate, 865-233-7577. That number again, 865-233-7577. And you can visit us online at Mastercraft with a K Renovations.com. Be sure to like our Facebook page at Mastercraft Renovations. That's Mastercraft with a K Renovations.com. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. Broadway Barbershop, a Blunt County staple since 1958 and a proud sponsor of Maryville Red Rebel Football. Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at CaricoConstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O construction.com. Text CARICO to 85100 to receive our special offers. CARICO Construction. We build trust. Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage in Maryville. And folks, it's finally fall. With cooler temperatures, shorter days, football, and pumpkin-spiced mortgages and refis from Volunteer Home Mortgage. Rates are at historic lows, and buying or refinancing now could lock in the lowest rates in decades. Call me and let's see how we can save you money. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. That's 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. If you own a SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Stevenson Tire show you what the Yokohama Geolander HT Geo 56 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it's one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. And not only is it built for exceptional all-weather handling, 
but it's also designed to provide an amazingly quiet and comfortable ride. All this at a mileage warranty up to 70,000 miles. Check out the Yokohama Geolander HD Geo 56 at Stevenson Tire today. 2411 East Broadway Avenue, Maryville, 983-1621. And see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653 or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. What you know about rolling down in the deep When your brain goes numb You can call that mental freeze When these people talk too much Put it in slow motion, yeah I feel like an extra And welcome in to the Whitlock & Company PC Halftime Show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hipson. Joined, 
at the half by uh, the Troy Provo Heron of the Daily Times sports editor there. And uh, Troy, congratulations on uh, on calling this one. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, pregame, Troy was uh, very, very adamant that the, this one would get out of hand early. You were, you were right on point. But, uh, you know, we kind of spoke to what happened up in Johnson City mm-hmm. uh, with the media saying that uh, maybe Maryville wasn't as physical of a team as maybe a Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, as a as a journalist brethren, if you will, mm-hmm. uh, how how much of Westridge's coaching staff calls that guy on Monday? Yeah, I've been I've been sending some texts and saying they should be allowed to like hit him upside the head or something after this. I, it sounds like we're making and a I, comment like that. He may have been hit. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna assume like he doesn't know much about Maryville this year. But I mean, I, I think I think a, a, a like a very telling play in in this whole game compared to that exact. That sentence that was written was Gage Ledoux carrying that Westridge defender five yards into the end zone. Yeah, I hope that's on that. That could be a picture on the yeah. Daily Times that says the the physicalness of a sophomore yeah. <laughs> against the Westridge team. But 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 look at the stats here: forty-two to nothing is what the scoreboard reads. People on Coach T will see that. Uh, but what they won't see is fourteen carries for one hundred and thirty yards on the ground, two hundred four through the air for twenty-six plays, three hundred thirty-four yards of total offense. This is first half stats. Yeah. Uh, 19 carries for 25 yards is West Ridge's rushing total. Four first downs on the half and 35 yards through the air for a total of 60 all-purpose yards on 27 plays. Uh, defensive, like I told Chris, they may not have fed them pregame because mm-hmm. they're eating out there yeah. about every third down. Yeah, defense came to play today, and I know I know specifically the defense took that took that sentence personally. I've talked to a lot of them this week, and they've been ready for this one. They've been really, really excited to get to show West Ridge who just how physical they are and i think they've proved it today and, and chris is breathing heavy not because of the defense but because <laughs> he's, he's done some goat trails up and down the uh, the 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 bleachers here but but chris talk about you know you, know, you talk about mike bethea you talk about uh, jason maniker you talk about dj he cut that route he didn't get the pick but i mean they just play an advantageous defense uh, this is a group that, uh, you, know, you know, they may not be the, the, the story that a lot of people write because the offense is so explosive, but you talk about pitching a shutout in the second round of the playoffs, that, that speaks volumes. Yeah, actually, when I was uh, in, the, in the back, you know, running to the bathroom with my little one, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, the defense players were coming out. They, they were all getting a little bit of love from everybody in the crowd, and uh, Mr. Manneker told me, he said, I told you I was going to be in the backfield all game. I'm like, yep, you called it, so <laughs> – I have a, I have a, I had a rule last week. Uh, don't kick it to Noah Vaughn on kick returns, and I'm adding a second special teams rule. Don't punt the ball in Jason Manneker is in formation. You know, here, here's a stat that they they probably won't share a whole lot uh, tonight. At the half is the most points Westridge has given up all season. So uh, I mean, there that's just and, and there's more points to be scored because I, I don't know how much is going to see in, in the second half. How much the starters are going to play, but I, I think you're you're going to see a lot of that. Uh, uh, you're going to see a lot of young people have an opportunity to score in this game. Yeah, I think well, one just about that score. I mean, you got to give a lot of credit of that to to Carson Jones, and he's been absolutely phenomenal tonight. I think maybe the best he's been all year, just in terms of where he's placing these footballs tonight. Um, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if Maryville's starting defense stays in there a little bit longer. Obviously, this is an offense that Oakland runs, and you talk about postseason runs and wanting to win a gold ball. It has to kind of go through Oakland this year. The number one team in 6A, so might want to get some extra reps. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a great point to put point out there is, is Oakland does run this style of offense. I had forgotten that. I really tried to put that night in November out of my mind from a year ago. But I'll say this. Uh, tonight they've been full throttle, been able to, to really extend on plays and, and really get – 
get to the edge and and create places to where they're not going to get big gains. Because I think with this offense, it's about space. It's mm-hmm. about getting an open field. And uh, they, they do a really good job of closing holes. And, and I think experience is a lot of things. You've played a, a team that not only plays this style of offense, but maybe does it as good as anybody in the state. Yeah, and uh, that that's a big part of it. And I think that's part of the reason why I think Tennessee uh, – I mean, Maryville wants to – I'm getting jumping ahead a whole day. Wow. Uh, you what Maryville wants to kind of go ahead and, and make sure that they, they dominate today, could kind of get some confidence for two weeks in advance should they get through the quarterfinal. I think that's a great point. But as we go without saying, I can't uh, I can't speak enough for, for what the Marching Rebel Band does on the field each and every Friday night. As tonight, you know, Veterans Day was yesterday. Uh, they're out here doing a very great salute to our veterans. They've done uh, most of the, the Service Academy songs, and then they did, uh, they did taps there just a second ago. So, uh, again, all Always a great performance by the Marching Rebel Band, but uh, tonight just taking it up a notch, saluting those that serve and are serving. And again, as we uh, we we tip our hats to those veterans as well. Thanks to those that serve and uh, continue to do so to keep uh, keep us to be able to do uh, these freedom points that we can do here on Friday night. But uh, let's take us another break as you're listening to the Whitlock and Company PC Halftime Show. I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you're listening to Rebel Radio 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming WGAPRadio.com. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872 or check them out online, smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. And welcome back to Maryville High School and the Whitlock and Company PC Halftime Show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips. And, Chris, we're getting ready for the second half. Uh, you know, talking to Troy there at the, at the break, you, you know, do the starters see see time in the second half? I, I think he thinks the defense will see some time. I, I think he's got got a point. I, I just I don't know how much you're going to see this these offensive playmakers here in the second half. Well, I'm, I'm always a uh, skeptic of uh, looking at the sideline and seeing what you see and – I haven't seen Carson Jones back out there practicing, but I see uh, number seven out there, number 16. So I'm, I'm going to take a guess that the uh, starters' nights might be done in the second half. Maybe shelved on the offensive side. What about the defense? I mean, just just uh, just really putting up uh, some really good physical play. Uh, do you think you see the likes of Maniker, Bethea, and even, even you know, Zach Braden here in the second half? Nah, I could see the young defensive players getting into because, I mean, 
it's a wing T defense. You know, it's pretty straight cut. You know, you, and you need to see this again. Yeah, you're going to probably see this. You know, with Oakland coming up, maybe in two, three weeks. So, to me, get the young guys in there. Keep your starters healthy. Uh, you know, like I said, I went down during break, and I, you know, I, I noticed two starters. You know, they had a little limp going on. You know, say it was just a little tweak of an ankle, and nothing to be worried about. You know, because mom was worried about him <laughs> while I was down there. But yeah, you you want to keep you know keep the healthiness. You know. Luckily for us, being up 42, you know, two scores is going to stop a running clock. Running clock should go pretty quickly for us. So just get some more uh, reps in for the young guys. Yeah, I want to want to kick around some scores from around the area because, again, with a moving clock, not sure how much we'll get to do that. Alcoa currently at the half, up 56 to nothing over Gatlinburg-Pittman. Pigeon Forge on top of Unicoi County, 17 to nothing. Uh, Greenville. On top of an eight and three Fulton team, twenty-eight to nothing. That's a second quarter score yet to make it to the half. Knox Central on top of Daniel Boone, twenty-seven to nothing. Uh, Oakdale on top of or Cloudland on top of Oakdale, thirty-eight to eight. Uh, Farragut uh, still ahead of Bradley Central, seventeen to seven. Looks at the way the scoreboard reads here. Uh, the winner of that game will make their way to Blunt County. So Farragut on their way at this point. A five and six Farragut team looking to get back to five hundred. Uh, Davy Crockett is held scoreless. West is up on them, 28 to nothing, a second quarter score. And then kind of move right on down through here. Uh, looks like no score yet in the Oakland-Shelbyville game, uh, but I don't see that being much of a game uh, to be had. Ray County, 35, Carnes, 21. Last week, Carnes got their first playoff win ever in school history. So that's a that's a big moment for that school. But, uh, but Chris, uh, talking a little bit, uh, about our sponsors, you know, we've had a great run of sponsors here in 2021. A lot of, a lot of big pieces that were here with us in 2020. A couple that have started uh, back with WGAP and have stuck around for all three seasons. But Twin City Certified in Maryville, the Game of the Week sponsor. They're great each and every year. Been with us all three years. Stevenson Tire with us all three years. Windy City Grill. Bob Ramsey, state representative, and REO Cheese Wagon, new additions here as of 2021. Whitlock and Company PC, uh, they started with us when Jude was with us, and they've uh, they've held on through his graduation. Everting Orthodontics with us all three years. Broadway Barbershop, a 2021 ad- addition. Uh, Dwight Price of Realty Executives, he's been every first down of Rebel Radio. Carico Construction. El Himidor Mexican Grill, been with us the whole time. Common Sense Pest Control. Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage. Smoky Mountain Axe House. The Huddleston Law Firm and Bliss Air. And then Dive With Us Scuba Services uh, is is uh, is our newest sponsor here in 2021. We almost forgot, Chris. Red and Black Throwback Trivia as there's a minute and 30 seconds to go here until we start the third quarter. Again, Red and Black Throwback Trivia is Facebook and Twitter uh, where you can follow the Red Rebels. And we're going to ask a trivia question. If you answer it correctly on either platform, be the first one to do it, and you will win a Windy City Grill gift card. If you don't follow us on Facebook or Twitter, search Rebel Radio underscore WGAP. You can find us that way, again, on both Facebook and Twitter. But this this week's question is two-part, Mr. Hips. It's, uh, it, it is a historical question about the Rebels' playoff uh, supremacy, if you will. But the Rebels have a record of 24 consecutive playoff victories, 24 consecutive playoff victories. The question is, what year did the streak start and what year did the streak end? So two two years is the answer to this year's question or this week's question. Uh, 24 consecutive playoff wins. What year did it start? 
What year did it end? Those uh, that's uh, be the first to answer it on Facebook or Twitter, and uh, you win yourself a Windy City Grill gift card. So we'll post that actually just now and uh, let the games begin, if you will, Mr. Hips. Yeah, and you know it's a tough question, but like you said, it's a two-parter, not just one part. So make sure you get both of them correct, so that way you can win this great gift card. Or I get it, right? That the <laughs> I think that's default? what you hope every that's week. That's the default, right? Mr. Archie Anderson answered the year 2000 uh, to the year 2003. That is, that is uh, according to 100 years of Rebels, uh, that is incorrect. You're, uh, you're in the same gap or in the same, uh, same decade, but just, uh, just a little early. Give a little, little shout out there. But uh, the clock is reset to 12 minutes there. Uh, let's uh, let's see what we're gonna see. The Rebels open the game with the football, so they'll kick this one away. Looks like Charles Trenum will set it up on his own 40-yard line. Looks like deep for for West Ridge, trying to get their numbers there. Uh, deep for West Ridge, it's gonna be that's like ten. It's like number ten. and fourteen. Kale Bryant. You say 13 and 14? 13 and 14. Peyton Green and Hunter Stanley, not necessarily the playmakers we've seen in the first half. He's going to kick that one away. It's going to be taken at about the three yard line. The turf monster gets him, but he's going to cut back. He gets across the 20, across the 25, 30, 35, and he's going to meet, looks like. Noah Limbaugh and and DJ DJ Burks there at about the 40-yard line, and that's where he will come to an abrupt abrupt halt. Good return there yeah. by West Ridge, though. I mean, and it almost looked like the turf monster got him back about the five-yard line. He was able to just plant his hand and stay up and made a great return at it for this West Ridge team. Looks like we, we are correct. There's going to be a bunch of changes on the defensive side for Maryville. Yeah, it looks like uh, Westridge is going to have three receivers to the left, one to the right. They're going to hand it off to number 24. That's McLean, and he's going to go off left guard, and he's going to try to pick up a couple. He just gets a couple, gets up to the 42-yard line. It's going to be second down, eight to go. Yeah, and he ran right into the open arms of Hunter Olivet and Hunter Ogle, number 46, both there to make the tackle. Yeah, I love seeing these young rebels, and and I think this shutout. This is a goal of this defense. I don't I don't see them letting up right now. It's like Bergeron's going to take the shotgun snap. He wants to throw in the flat. Haney's right there, but guess who meets him there? I think that's number thirteen, Carter, Carter Cox. Cox. Yeah, read that play perfectly and blew it up as soon as he caught it. He got drilled by Carter Cox. They're doing the old two, Tennessee two-step as they're going to go two yards forward and they're going to take two yards back. Third down, ten to go. Trying to look at some of the other players. I see uh, Hutton Jones is out there. Like you said, Noah's out there. Noah Lombard, number 23. Ty Elder at the other safety spot. Bergeron's going to keep two receivers to the left, two to the right. He's going to hand it off, and he is going to be met at the line of scrimmage. Number Jack 52, Jack Carter, all over it. And he's going to pick up maybe a half yard. They'll give him one, and it'll bring up fourth down, nine to go. It look like they're going to go for it. Oh wait! Now maybe the punting crew is coming out. I think they they uh, they thought of it, saw where they were on the on the football field, and thought better of it. So they'll come out in pump formation. Looks like number eighty-eight, Jax Kirby, came in to uh, field the punt. He's the punt returner. That's a big kid right there, Jax Kirby, uh, a young player, but a big six kid five. nonetheless. Yeah, six-five. 
They're going to punt this one away. No rush on the punter. He's going to punt it a little end over end. Kirby is loses it in the lights, and he's just going to have to fall on it, and it's going to roll out of bounds. He's going to it's going to set up the the Maryville offense at the thirty yard line, their own thirty yard line, going right to left here at Jim Renfro. Yeah, and like you said, I think maybe just looked downfield for a second. Yeah, I think he was trying to make the fair fair catch call and lost it in the lights. But luckily for him, it rolled out of bounds. Yeah, good for him. Uh, just just kind of close to the sideline over there, so a little no harm, no foul. But looks like new quarterback into the game. That's going to be number seven, Charlie Schweger, five eleven, hundred sixty five pound junior. Uh, gets him some playoff reps here. Going to kick out some new receivers too. Looks like is that Jax Kirby? Jax Kirby, uh, Caleb Dunsford. Looks like we're going to have Zeke McCoy in there. Yep. And then. Schwager's just going to take a flat-footed drop, and he's going to swing it out wide. That's number 16. I think no, Kate, that's, that's Caleb Dunford, number 10. Oh, number 10. I'm sorry. 10, Caleb Dunford. Uh, again, a, a sure-handed receiver. Uh, he's going to pick up a pickup of about four there on first down. It's going to bring up second down, six to go. Yeah, and you got Tej Dozier now as the running back, and you have – Looks like Eli Elkins is in as the big tight end for Maryville. Got Cody Fling in there on the offensive line, a rotational player, but a, a young kid uh, that's getting his opportunity there. He's going to take the snap. He's going to hand off to Dozier. Dozier gets through the arm tackles, and he's fighting his way to the first down, and he's going to get up near, the, yes, the 44-yard line of the Rebels. That's Dwight Price of Realty Executives' first down. And just a – Hard run there by Tez Dozier. It looked like he was going to be stopped toward the line of scrimmage and just, you know, a couple cuts and busted it up. And unfortunately for him, was tripped up by the safety about 10 yards downfield. Looks like Casey Cobble's going to get his uh, his turn to take a few snaps as Swagger checks out. Cobble checks in. Cobble's a freshman, and uh, Cobble gets it. He's a 5'10", 145-pound freshman, but uh, just a smart football player. Cobble's going to look to the sideline, kind of tweaks it at the line of scrimmage. Going to have Tez Dozier to his left hip pocket. Have two receivers to the left, a little stack set on the right. Tez Dozier's going to a little stutter step through the gut of the the defense, and he's going to push ahead forward to the 50-yard line. There's a flag on the play after the run. I'm going to say somebody said something that they shouldn't have. Yeah, that that was a late flag. The play was already dead, so it's either some interaction after the play or, like you said, somebody said something. It's going to be right on the 50-yard line. If it stands, I think either way, it's it's going to move it's going forward. Against. It's going to move off. It's going to go against the West Ridge Wolves. Dead ball, personal foul. And it is going to be 15 big ones as it's going to march all the way down to the 35-yard line. It'll be first down, 10 to go from the West Ridge 35. That's Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. And we, we've kind of noticed, you know, the, the composure there. You know, there's something about Maryville. Maryville understands in these big games – you can't do nothing to hurt yourself. You know, Westridge has done it multiple times tonight, giving up big 15-yard penalties. Confidence is a thing, and the Red Rebels have it. Uh, looks like looks like Cobble's going to stay in there. Tez Dozier to his left. He's going to have two receivers to the left, one to the right. High snap, but he contains it. He's going to pull it down and call his own number. He's going to push ahead forward. Picks up a yard on the play, but uh, headsy play by the freshman to just uh, when, when the timing's off, just pull it down get what you can get. Yeah, and that was a smart play call because they wanted to go for the pitch out to Tez Dozier, but the end on this side, I think that was number one. Eli Toppins read that perfectly. So held on to it and ran right into uh, the big guy, Amaran Simmons, a 298-pound defensive tackle. It's a big kid. 
as they're going to switch it back out, Schwager back in at quarterback. They're going to do a little in in and out uh, just to keep this defense on their heels. Second down, 10 to go. Ball on the Rebel 35. They're going to actually call him no gain. Looks like Schwager's going to keep it himself. He's going to tuck and go, and he had one man to beat, and a shoestring tackle brings him down at the 31-yard line. Pick up a four there on second down. It's going to bring up third and six. And you're right by that, Wayne. Uh, Tanner Scoff, number two. Got them shoelaces just enough to trip him up because, I mean, it was easily going to be the first down, if not more. Well, give, uh, you know, give Schwager some credit. I mean, he, he's elusive. He's got, a, he's got a few little cuts there, and uh, he, he made those defensive linemen uh, look even slower than they have been. We're going to see what happens. Third down, a long five, they're going to call it. Uh, but Schwager will stay in there at quarterback. He's going to have Tez to his right hip pocket and Dunford and uh, Jax Kirby uh, down here to the left. Going to have Dumford coming across the formation. They hand it to Dozier. Dozier makes one cut to the right. He, he toe touches, gets across the 10, inside Ooh. the five, and he's going to be pushed out of bounds at about the three-yard line. Tej, a little high step action to get over the defense, and I thought he was off to the races, Mr. Hips. I mean, he literally sprung over the defender and did not miss a step because he was almost off to the races. Unfortunately for him, the safety had a better angle, but you know, another great run by Maryville running back. A first down goal to go after a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down as they blister this common sense pest control red zone. They've been in it most of the night. I got to point out that uh, I think Swiger probably puts in more yards running from the line from the sideline back into the play every time. He does it. He does it gracefully, though. But he's going to hand it to Mr. Dozier again, and Tez is going to run right into the teeth of the Westridge defense. It's going to be a maybe a pickup of one. I think they're going to call it no gain. It's going to be second down, goal to go. Ball on the three, so they're going to give him one. Yeah, and he ran right into uh, what's Westridge's big player tonight, Eli Toppins, the linebacker, and good defensive stop by the by the linebacker there. But like you said, Tez Dozier just being able to power up for at least one yard. Yeah, and, and we're going to see this thing spread wide again. Tej will go to the left side of Mr. Charlie Schwager as we look to, to punch this one in from three yards out. Schwager looks to the sideline. He's going to make an adjustment there. Uh, looks like they're uh, they're going to try to move this uh, move the blockers around, stack it up on the right side. They're going to fake the handoff to Mr. Dozier, and it's going to be tipped at the line of scrimmage. Falls incomplete, but great play call there as, as Dunford was cutting across the back of the end zone. Was there to be had. Just uh, tipped at the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Like you said, I think the tip was just enough to knock it away, but like you said, great uh, great cut there by Dunford. I mean, he had nobody around him. If the ball got there, it's going to be an easy touchdown for Maribel. Hunter Ogle checks out. Zeke McCoy checks in. Zeke is, is listed at a quarterback, but he's been playing a little slot receiver, so uh, he knows how to handle the football. Watch watch for Mr. McCoy. three quarterbacks in there with Dunford also. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Going to have Tez Dozier again in the backfield. Moving Zeke McCoy into motion. Going to have Mr. Dozier with the football pitch play. Cuts back to the middle, into the end zone. Touchdown, Rebels! And just another great cutback by Tez Dozier. Look like he's going to bounce it outside. Plant that foot, cut back in, and right into the end zone for the Maribel touchdown. Well, and the thing is, is that's vision. That's vision, Mr. Hips. As he is, he could go wide, cut to the pylon. Probably is going to outrun the defender either way, but just vision to know, hey, a quicker way to the end zones, cut it back inside. Touchdown, Rebels. The Bliss Air scoreboard's just changed. Pointing out that the uh, band members are all have to rush back. Usually, you know, they get the third period off, but this has been a pretty fast third period for them. 
Yeah, two minutes, 15 seconds is all that remains. With a running clock, this thing goes quick. But with Corbin Price tacking on the extra point, the Bliss Air scoreboard now reads your Red Rebels 49, the visiting West Ridge Wolves 0. We'll be right back. You're listening to Rebel Radio. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. about 14 minutes away from this weekend as your Red Rebels are all over West Ridge 49-0. to I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Chris Hips and Chris, uh, the young players came in, intensity didn't leave. Charlie Schwager and Eli Cobble led another explosive Rebel offensive series there. Touchdown, 49 to nothing. the new score. Yeah, and once again, I mean, just, just the hunger there by the whole Maribel defense, or offense, you know, just to score another touchdown. I think it's funny. Uh, number he was ready t- to run it. Number ten for Westridge takes the uh, the kickoff. Kale Bryant is the is the returner there. He takes it about I don't know six seven yards deep in the end zone, and he just rips out of there like he's running the forty yard dash, knowing that it was dead ball. I think he's just like, give me a chance, coach. I mean, give me a chance. Unless the ref calls it, I mean, you got a chance to run it, but unfortunately, it was called dead. Hey, it wasn't going to be for lack of trying. I'll give him that. Minute forty. Four as it's counting down. Uh, this clock has quickly exhausted this third quarter. It's what happens when you don't stop for, for much of anything besides timeouts or injuries. I'm not complaining. I love this running clock. <laughs> Give me a little shout-out to uh, Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage. Haven't been able to take a lot of timeouts because there's not been much to have. As uh, as Bergeron's going to deliver out in the flat, let's see his intended receiver. That's Haney, and uh, he's going to pick up near a first down. They're going to say move the sticks. They're going to give him a first down pickup of 10 there on the play. Yeah, just a nice little out route by him. You know, this Maryville defense is going to drop back. They're going to let you shell and get the underneath uh, catches and keep this clock running. Again, the uh, the opportunity to, for the uh, the red and black throwback trivia is still out there. If uh, it, the clock was moving right now, the, the time to, to win is going to be limited. Uh, but the question is, the Red Rebels' record for, for wins in the postseason stand at 24 consecutive games. What year did that series or that streak start, and what year did that streak end? Again, uh, the winner will get a Windy City Grill gift card. Don't forget. Don't forget. Don't forget. Get that Windy City Grill gift card because Chris is pining for it. <laughs> Nobody answers it. I may have to give it to Chris. Yes. But uh, 27 seconds is all that remains. Looks like Bergeron's going to deliver out in the flat. A little uh, cutting Reiner is going to pick his way forward to pick up about four yards there. And that's probably, Chris, going to be the last play of the third quarter. Yeah, and that's a good cutback by him. But, I mean, he ran right back into the teeth of this Maribel defense. You know, I could name about four different players that was right there on that tackle. Yeah, just uh, just good closing speed and really uh, just team tackling. You know, one guy will get the legs and the other guy comes in to clean it up. But as the clock hits zeros on the third period, uh, the Red Rebels hold a commanding 49 to nothing lead over the Westridge Wolves. Let's head to the fourth and take on uh, just about 12 more minutes, real time possibly, of Red Rebel football. You're listening to Rebel Radio WGAP, 1059 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. 
Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. Cause you're a And welcome back to Rebel Radio, where your Red Rebels in three quarters of play have amassed a 49 to nothing advantage over West Ridge. The Wolves, Mr. Hips, uh, they haven't had a whole lot of bite tonight as uh, as the Maryville defense has made it a point to keep them out of the end zone. But right here to start the fourth quarter, West Ridge, a couple first downs, and they're, uh, they're off and moving. Berger on the starter is going to be chased and harassed, but he's going to deliver out in the flat to Reiner. Reiner's going to cut back to the middle, try to find somewhere to run, and k- stepping out of tackles, and he is going to be blistered. Let's see who made that lick. That's a nice play, a little comeback hit. That's 82. 82. That's aiding uh, Jace Vincent. Jace Vincent, yeah. I'll tell you this. He was all after Bergeron. He didn't give up. He got back up on his horses and got back and took down Reiner. That's a great play by that young man. Yeah, a great, you know, pitch and catch there by Reiner. But like you said, he was cutting back too much and did not see the blindside hit. <laughs> he so, felt it. I'll say that. Yeah, that was a real physical that, hit. that was a great hit, though, by Jace Vincent. Almost, almost knocked the ball loose, too. Fourth down, two yards to go, so he prevented the first down. We'll see what Bergeron and company uh, call here. He's going to be under center, going to have Story behind him. He's going to hand it off to McLean. McLean is going to be stood up at the line of scrimmage, but he falls ahead forward. He's going to pick up the first down. First met there, I believe, by Carter Cox and number 35, Caleb Reeves. Yeah, and Carter Cox hit him hard, but like you said, I think just the force falling forward, Got enough for the first down, you know, just by maybe a half of a yard. They're going to set up first down West Ridge. Ball will sit at the 43-yard line of West Ridge, going right to left here on Jim Renfro Field. It's been a good one here tonight, Mr. Hips. They're going to stay under center here. Going to have Story, McLean. It's a who's who in the backfield, and they're going to hand it off to McLean. McLean's going to go right off right guard, and he's going to push the pile ahead to the 49. They're going to give him the 50-yard line. Going to be a pickup of about seven there on first down. Bring up second and three. And now they pick up tempo. Marvels, I think, looks like they're about to call a timeout. Hey, it looks like the Rebels take a timeout as they take one. Let's take a Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 105.9 FM, 1400 AM, and streaming at WGAPradio.com. We'll be right back. We all come from any walks of life. But no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there is no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all at BluntPartnership.com. And welcome back to Rebel Radio WGAP. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Mr. Chris Hips as uh, the Rebels pitching a shutout right now, 49 to nothing over the West Ridge Wolves. Chris, uh, again, West Ridge finding a little momentum here late in the fourth quarter. A lot of reserves in for the Red Rebels. 
Uh, is this a is this a point of emphasis to try to maintain the shutout? Anyway, you know, for any defense, you want to get the shutout. That's an extra little bit of a rest time for you. But uh, on the on the flip side, you know, you want to get these young guys as many snaps as possible. Get them a little bit of extra reps. They continue to pile up the uh, the line of scrimmage, and Merrill just continues to crush it down themselves. Uh, they're going to run it off right guard. I'm trying to get the number. I think that was McLean again. Uh, 24, Caleb McLean, and he's going to pick up a couple. But it's going to set up a third and a long one. Call it long one, short two, but I'll give it one. Third and one upcoming, and I don't see them calling much other than what they just did. Going to have Bergeron actually in the shotgun. Going to be a little different look here. QB keeper probably. He's going to call the snap. Thought he jumped there, but he's going to run behind McLean and Bergeron, yeah, quarterback keeper is going to push it up to the or down to the Maribel 45-yard line. It's going to be enough for a first down. First down, Wolves. That's a, that's heavy. West Ridge Wolves. You, yeah. you you can't be too much from East Tennessee and say that a whole lot. And I thought Caleb Reeves did a, a great job there. I mean, he cut the angle like he's supposed to, hit him right at the line of scrimmage, cut him down, but unfortunately the big quarterback just fell forward for the first down. Yeah, I'm just I'm looking out at all the rebels that are out there. Hutton Jones is is playing big time football right now. Uh, looks like McLean's going to take it off the right side. That seems to be the side that they feel comfortable running to, and uh, he's going to pick up. Looks like about four yards on the play. It's going to be second down, six to go. They are as they're. I, I think they're just playing keep away at this point. They would like to score, but I think they're they're more interested in keeping it away from the rebels. Yeah, and Maribel, you know, you're okay with this. They're literally just three four yards and you know, again a couple first downs but as, i mean it's just killing the clock still you know they're not nothing really hurting you as the clock continues to mow away 825 is what remains in this football game bergeron under center as he's going to have mclean it's going to be a little pitch play he's called the option no he calls his own number he gets back to the 40 yard line that's all that's doing as he's going to be dropped and stopped and it's going to be no game yeah, and just great coverage there by Maribel. I think that was uh, Aiden Greer, number 81, that came out and prevented the uh, pitch and forced him to turn it back inside where he met number 87, Sam Shepard, and the rest of that Maribel defense on the tackle. Looks like they're checking out Mr. Story, or, or Toppings, I'm sorry, Eli Toppings, which has been a big, big uh, part of any of the offense that's been had here tonight. But Bergeron is going to stay in shotgun. He's going to take a little two-step drop, looks to throw it, and it is going to be well off target, incomplete. And it's going to bring up fourth down and five to go. I think that went as much away from uh, from Westridge's offense as I've seen all night. You see me pointing. I knew where they were going with it. The easiest tail right there, the receiver was fixing his gloves right before the ball was snapped, meaning <laughs> the ball was probably coming my way. Yeah. But the ball was you. nowhere near him. So, you know. Well, it was coming his way, like as in this way. Well, it came that way, but it was a better chance for, uh, I think, Hutton Jones to get it more than the receiver. It looks like Bergeron is going to take the shotgun snap, a little three-step drop, protection breaks down, Haney in and out of his hands. That's That was fourth down, so that's going to fall incomplete. Turnover on downs, and it'll go back to the Rebels. That's the footsteps he heard right there. A big Hunter Ogle about to hit him. Hey, I'll be honest. <laughs> Hunter Ogle kind of scares me. He's a he's a power lifter by hobby. He comes out here on the the Saturdays to do the uh, the flag football with the kids. He's got the uh, pit vipers on, yeah. and I ain't gonna lie. I'm like I'm like, how's these kids not crying? He's yeah. he's a tough looking kid. I mean, I'm a big built guy, but I stood beside him the other day, and I'm like. Good Lord, he's a big built guy. He's just, yeah, all the way down, solid kid. <laughs> solid muscle. But under six and a half to go, Red Rebels back out on offense. Looks like, looks like, 
Looks like Cobble's going to be in there at quarterback. He's going to deliver it out in the flat. He's going to get it to number 14. That's going to be Zeke McCoy, and Zeke just cuts it upfield, gets what he can get, pick up a three there on first down. It's going to bring up second and seven. And just, you know, staying honest, forcing the uh, defense out to the edge. It looks like, you know, like they still have most of their starters in right now, and you know, just trying to open it up a little bit for a big run, hopefully up the middle. Well, I think, you know, when you play young players, size is not going to be in your favor, uh, but I think you have an opportunity uh, to uh, to get them in space and make things happen. Jaden McCord's in it running back right now. Uh, he's going to be to the right hip pocket of Mr. Cobble. He's going to hand it to Mr. McCord, cuts back to the middle, gets across midfield, needed the 50, got down to the West Ridge 47. That's going to be another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down pickup uh, there by Jaden McCord. That's fresh legs, Chris. Yeah, and, I mean, that's just heartbreaking if you're West Ridge. Is the, five, the fourth running back for Maryville just got another big gainer on you. And, uh, everything they're doing right now is working. Yeah, yeah, they're 10 yards. Maryville is 10 yards away from having 400 yards of total offense and really uh, uh, an effortless performance by their offense, just uh, pristine uh, in their in their execution. I'm going to keep Cobble in there. He's going to take a high snap but get it to McCord nonetheless. He cuts across middle and gets past the first tackle, and, man, he, uh, he got the full speed quick. Picks up another first down down to the Westridge 35. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. And you said it correct, Wayne. That full head of steam he had. Luckily for Westridge number 13, Peyton Green cut him down before he could get out in the open field. 4:43 is what is remaining in this one, and uh, the offense for Maryville still uh, still as efficient as when the ones were in. They come to the offensive line, uh, just they're they're again not as uh, up tempo as they have been, but they're still wanting to execute. They're going to move Zeke McCoy right to left. That's a high snap, but but looks like. Cobble is going to contain it. He's going to call his own number, kicks this thing out wide, gets across the 35, and takes what could have been a big-time loss. And he's going to pick up about three yards there on first down, Chris. That's a, that's a big play by the freshman. <laughs> yeah, and you see the excitement on the Maryville deep, or, uh, sideline over here. I mean, they're uh, jumping up and down because they knew that was about to be a 10-yard loss that he turned into a game. Yeah, he's a, he's a young player, a headsy player. As, as all I've heard uh, about Eli Cobble is he gets it. Give him some time in the system, and this is going to be a special kid. He wears 16. Uh, that's a big-time number around this area, and uh, excited for what, what's in the future for Eli Cobble. Uh, but as he brings it into the huddle, it gets a little check from Coach Hunt, but uh, 340 is all that remains here. Second down, seven yards to go. Ball on the West Ridge 32-yard line. Cobble looks it over. He's going to have, uh, looks like, 48 in the backfield. Ball's on the ground, a little fumble there, but 48 just uh, just appropriately falls on it. That's Race Irwin. That's a 5'10", 165-pound junior running back, getting him some reps in. Yeah, and, you know, I think it was one of the things, the, uh, the handoff foot and all there, you know, I think maybe they were trying to cut a little bit too soon. Well, smartly there by Race Irwin said, try and pick it up, just fall on him, you know, save the ball. Yeah, it's going to be third down, nine to go. It's going to be a loss of a couple. Uh, it's going to be back to the the 34-yard line. Looks like Cobble may get the controls from here on out. 2.50 uh, to go in the game. They're going to hand it to – no, they're going to keep it with, with Cobble. He's going to deliver oh. it over in the flat. That should be a late hit, but there's going to be no call. Intended receiver was number 18. That's Drew Wallace, a 6'2", 170-pound junior. In and out of the hands. That may be the first incompletion of the night. I believe. Anybody. Maybe second. Okay. Yeah, second. Maybe the second. But, I mean, that was a great play call. Great roll out there by Cobble. Second. Unfortunately, I think Drew tried to cut up field a little bit before he had the ball. 
Looks like fourth down, nine to go. Kind of in no man's land, so punt formation not out there. See, I, I don't know that I don't go back to the same play. It was there to be caught. Uh, just Roll it to, to the other side. Possibly. Looks like they're going to flip Jaden McCord to the other side. He's going to be the left hip pocket of Cobble. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. He's going to take a little three-step, five-step drop. Looks to flush it out. Going to get it to Jaden McCord. He's going to get across the 30, cross the 25, down to the 23. I think it's enough for a first, first down, down, Mr. Hips. Yes, sir. That's just a great effort play there by Mr. McCord. I mean, he looked like he was about to hit around the 30-yard line. Broke both of those tackles and sprung it out for the first down. Well, and here's the thing. that is, it, There's been a lot of back-breaking plays for Westridge. That's the final straw. That is defeat. As a minute and 37 seconds is all that remains. I don't know that they have to be aggressive here, but with the young kids, I think they're going to play it out. They're going to give it to Jade McCord. He's going to go behind his blockers, gets down inside the 20 and down to this to 18-yard line. That's inside the common-sense pest control red zone. And, uh, and they still drive those legs. Good good vision, good running behind your blockers for Jaden McCord. Yeah, and this, even though this might be the third string, you know, everybody wants that touchdown. Everybody wants to feel that excitement and, you know, come back to the sideline after scoring a touchdown. So keep feeding it to Mr. McCord. I mean, he's a hard runner. He just checked out Jacob Morris, the 5'10", 155-pound uh, senior. Who already has a touchdown on the year with another big run. He's going to come in, check it out. He's going to go to the right hip pocket. Looks like 31 is going to be stretched out wide. That's Wyatt Russell, and they're going to hand it to Mr. Morris. He's going to kick it wide. He's going to kick it, get inside the 10, and he gets down to about the 8-yard line, and he's going to be wrapped up and dropped at the 8. Uh, but good run there by Morris. Just continued to stretch it wide, wide, and uh, kept finding green. Yeah, and that was uh, that's actually the start and safety. Uh, is a, What is it? Number six, uh, Ichino that's been out there making a lot of their tackles tonight with that final hit of the game. Looks like they're going to check out. That that was going to be the final play of the game, not going to get to the end zone. Westridge's defense is going to stand out there, but the Rebels will walk to the 50-yard line to shake hands and call this one victory as the clock's still counting down from 10. But this one, ladies and gentlemen, is in the books. Let's, uh, let's strike up the band. This has been another victory, but as the clock officially hits zero, Westridge will walk to the Power M to shake the hands of a second-round victorious Red Rebel football team. Let's take a break. Listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, let's wrap up what is a, another postseason victory for the Red Rebels, and uh, we'll see how they did it with statistical breakdown provided by Ken Main. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio. But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money-back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guaranteed. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable. Mastercraft with a K Renovations will handle all your interior and exterior needs. Kitchens and baths, decks and fencing, flooring and windows, electrical and plumbing, doors and roofs. We do it all and we do it right. Mastercraft with a K Renovations has 35 years experience and is state certified renovator. We are EPA lead and asbestos abatement certified. We are solid surface certified in granite, corian and marble. We'll handle all your solid surface needs. 
proudly serving all of East Tennessee. Call today to get your free estimate, 865-233-7577. That number again, 865-233-7577. And you can visit us online at Mastercraft with a K Renovations.com. Be sure to like our Facebook page at Mastercraft Renovations. That's Mastercraft with a K Renovations.com. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use Common Sense. Broadway Barbershop, a Blunt County staple since 1958 and a proud sponsor of Maryville Red Rebel Football. Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at curacoconstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O construction.com. Text CARICO to 85100 to receive our special offers. CARICO Construction. We build trust. And welcome in to the Broadway Barbershop post-game show where I'm Wayne Kaiser and alongside Chris Hibbs as we are finalizing what has been another dominant victory by your Red Rebels. 49 to nothing over the West Ridge Wolves. Chris, uh, to bring you back on here, uh, just just a really dominant performance all the way across the board, offensively, defensively, even special teams, just not a lot of options for West Ridge as they come into a hostile environment. Again, bullets and board material or not, Maryville came tonight ready to play and, and took care of business on the football field. Yeah, and I think uh, you said the best pregame. Hungry is what the defense was. Uh, like I said, I saw them at halftime. They were all excited. Um Telling the young guys get ready at your turn, and the young guys stepped up too. I think we saw that. What is it? They finished up with maybe a hundred yards total offense. If yeah, that, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. They just a just a tough outing. They had a hundred and one yards on forty two plays, Mister Hips. But uh, just a little news and notes about red and black throwback. Uh, we had a couple answers on our Facebook, on our social media, uh, but did not have a correct answer here tonight. Again, great. Uh, appreciate the interaction. Appreciate the. The uh, the opportunities, but uh, no no winner here tonight. The running clock didn't help that any. Uh, this thing got out of hand and got away from us quick. Uh, but uh, Chris, I think we're gonna roll this thing. We're gonna we're gonna stack two Windy City Grill gift cards for next week's winner. What do you think about that? Hey, I mean it's a great opportunity. I kind of like the default give it to me idea, but. Whoever wins that's next a, week, that's a good up. second. That's a good second. So yeah, yeah, we'll uh, we'll come up. We may uh, we may ask like how many years has Ken Maine been doing stats for Maryville? That'll be a good answer 
uh, for, for anyone that, uh, that can, uh, I mean, you, you gotta get the, you gotta take the shoes off. There's hands and feet. You gotta count on. I mean, there's all kinds of math that needs to be done for that, but, uh, he does a great job each and every week. Thanks to him as always, uh, for up to the minute stats, but let's run through the individual stats for the red rebels. Uh, Gage Ledoux led the rushing category. He had eight touches, 80 yards, a touchdown. He averaged 10 yards per touch. Quick math there. Uh, Tez Dozier, second on that list, five touches for 48 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Noah Vaughn, uh, a kind of a, a quiet night for, for the junior. Uh, three touches, 35 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Jade McCord, three for 28. Carson Jones kept it three times for 15 yards. Jacob Morris, one for nine. Charlie Swager, one for four. And Casey Cobble, two, ca- two touches, two carries uh, for three yards. Uh, Carson Jones, a perfect 12 of 12, 204 yards passing, accounting for four touchdowns, just an efficient commander of this offense, just a, a sheer leader uh, on on and off the field. Uh, Casey Cobble came in 100. He, he was two for three for 13 yards, had a 103 quarterback rating. Uh, Charlie Swager, uh, one for two. And uh, he had a four-yard completion there. Uh, DJ Burks led the receiving category, two catches, 57 yards, and a touchdown. Gage Ledoux nearly doubled up as he had three catches for 56 yards and a touchdown. Markel Fortenberry, three for 36 and two touchdowns. Carson Jones, two for 23. Julius Toto, one for 21. And Jackson Phillips, one for 11. Had 27 rushes for 220. 221 yards through the air, Chris. Don't, you can't ask for a much more balance than that. No, nah, just like you said, a complete offensive juggernaut tonight. I mean, Carson Jones was incredible as the uh, commander of the team. I think he was perfect, wasn't he? Yeah, 12 of 12. 12 of 12, like you said, four touchdowns. I mean, that's just incredible by your senior quarterback. And then, like you said, just the, court, just the running back uh, plethora we saw tonight. I mean, everybody got a touch, and it felt like everybody had a big run. Yeah, absolutely. 44 total plays for 441 total offense for the Red Rebels. Westridge had seven first downs to Maryville 25. They had 28 carries for 48 yards, 53 yards through the air for a combined 42 plays for 101 yards. Pretty clean game on the penalty side of things. Just a couple penalties, I think, by Westridge. I think Maryville maybe only had uh, – one penalty on them all night. They had two for 15 yards. Westridge, three for 35. So pretty clean as it goes. Time of possession, very balanced. Maryville, 24-46. Westridge, 23-14. and 14. The Rebels, obviously, a little bit more efficient in their time of possession. But uh, we're going to take a quick break, listen to some more of these great sponsors as we thank each and every one as we uh, do each and every week here for Rebel Radio. But we're going to take a break, listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, hopefully our Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game is on his way up here to talk to us a little bit about another dominant Maryville performance. 49 to nothing over the Westridge Wolves. We'll be back in just a minute. You're listening to Rebel Radio. Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage in Maryville. And folks, it's finally fall. With cooler temperatures, shorter days, football, and pumpkin spiced mortgages and refis from Volunteer Home Mortgage. Rates are at historic lows, and buying or refinancing now could lock in the lowest rates in decades. Call me, and let's see how we can save you money. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. That's 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, 
like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates. And they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Folks, do you want the best mortgage rate and terms available? Go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home-owned and home-operated. We're part of your community. When you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally too. That's Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Call me to see how your local wholesale mortgage broker can help you get the best possible mortgage rate and terms. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500. 865-238-7500. NMLS 1641325. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle, in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. What you know about rolling down in the deep when your brain goes numb, you can call that mental freeze when these people talk too much, put it in slow motion. And welcome back inside the Broadway Barbershop post-game show where we are now joined by the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game, Mr. Gage Ledoux. Gage, uh, congratulations on a great game. Big-time win for your Rebels, 49-0 over West Ridge. And uh, now you guys own 100% of the victories over this school. But uh, you're now the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. That's awesome, man. Thank you, guys. 
Hey, Gage, you, you know, on a night where Noah Vaughn is, it's just a quiet performance, just a, a few carries, 35 yards, but you really, you know, kind of have a coming out party here tonight. Eight touches, 80 yards, a touchdown. You're averaging a first down per touch. Like, what what, what did Westridge do differently defensively that allowed you to kind of explode tonight? Um, they, packed, they packed the box really heavy, and uh, our linemen are really good at kicking those guys out, had holes all day long, running right through them run as fast as I can, lower my shoulder, you know. <laughs> so, so Gage, we talk about just the, the different running style. Of course, Noah does his thing with, with just elusiveness, the spin move, all that. But you're like a freight train kind of runner. You just straight ahead forward, north and south. If you're in my way, it's just it's going to happen. Uh, is that just your – you like contact, or is that just the way you've, you've been trained? I love contact. I think that's what football is all about. <laughs> Well, somebody asked me one time, they said, do you, you play football? How did you play? And I was like, is there multiple ways? You're just wide open. You're just the only way you know. But but not only were you efficient on the ground, but you carried the, the, the weight through the air, too. You had three catches, 56 yards, a touchdown through the air. What did they give you at receiving the ball? Because I feel like if they let you get out, uh, they obviously thought you weren't going to see it. Uh, you know, they were running man a lot. So I just run as fast as I can, Carson throwing great passes like he usually does, and catching the ball and running as hard as I can. What about your quarterback being 12 of 12? I mean, I, I think he's only thrown maybe two incompletions in like three games. He is awesome. See, that one, that one game, one of his incompletions was a spike ball. I mean, got to count those. <laughs> got to count those. I mean, that, don't, that shouldn't count. But, Gage, we talked about it off the, uh, off the air a little bit, mentioned it. Uh, you're only the second sophomore to win the Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game. Not a ton of sophomores see the field for the Red Rebels. Uh, just got to be a big big uh, momentum shift for you. I mean, you know that there's multiple years for you ahead as uh, as Noah is the feature back right now. But again, you guys are a one-two punch that legitimately is pushing this Red Rebel offense into the, in the postseason really deep, a dominant performance here in round number two. Yeah, um, like you said, that makes me look forward to the next two years, see what's going to happen. Um, Really excited. Do you have like a tandem name like Smash and Dash or like <laughs> Thunder, Thunder Lightning? Lightning. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be the one to come up with that, but that sounds awesome. Well, I, I mean, we're good. I mean, we're not good at it, but we'll do it. <laughs> well, there'll be T-shirts. We can talk to uh, we can talk to Keyshawn Harper's parents. They make great T-shirts. <laughs> they got, do make great T-shirts. We so, got a Beast Mode T-shirt. So my my play for you tonight was I think the swing pass out here. I, um, you rolled out on a cut. A uh, guy. I think the linebacker is supposed to cover you. You caught the ball. You made him miss. You were going down the sideline. I was like, well, he's, he's not going to step out of bounds. I think the cornerback tried to step up, and you just mowed him over. <laughs> got about three or four extra yards before I think you got game tackled out of bounds. And I was like, that's just patting Gage Ledoux. He just puts his head down and takes the contact. And I, I, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, that cornerback probably was like, I'm not going to step in front of him no more the rest of my night. Well, and I want to give you guys some credit, too. This is a, this is a team comment, but it really it showed you your uh, your poise and your, your maturity over there. Uh, the defender, and I'll leave his name nameless, but uh, kind of a little out of bounds threw you against the fence. Uh, I thought it was great that you, you, know, you just took it. You said, listen, we're going to do our talking on the football field. You came back to the sideline, continued to play strong. Is that just something that's really preached? Let your, your, your talk can be had on the football field yeah um you know it happens but you just got to keep playing you can't let that stuff stop you you can't be fighting all that causing flags for your team so 
I thought thought it was a great maturity play. But, again, congratulations to Mr. Gage Ledoux. Uh, Again, the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game for round two of the 6A playoffs. you got a little swag pack to take with you, water bottle, stickers, wristbands, bag, and a uh, Smoky Mountain Axe House plaque. Great uh, great looking little vibe there. But uh, like we tell people, if they don't know it, it's really not our fault from here. So, Gage, congratulations. And, and again, congratulations on a huge victory, shutout win against West Ridge. Thank you, guys. Well, help us close it out here tonight. A little tradition that we've been doing ever since Farragut, honestly, in the regular season. Help us close it out right here at the end. But the Red Rebels have introduced West Ridge to 6A playoff football here at Maryville, and that means a big Red Rebel victory. The Rebels improved to 12-0 as the Wolves of West Ridge fall to 9-3. Final score for Maryville High School, your Red Rebels 49, West Ridge 0. We look to close out tonight's broadcast. Let's take a few minutes to thank those that make this broadcast possible. Coach Landon Harris, Athletic Director and the great administration at Maryville High School, all the sponsors that's got us in and out of the breaks, and the infamous Ken Main for the up-to-minute stats each and every week. A special thanks to Miss Laura back at the studio for getting getting us in and out of the breaks all night long. But for Chris Hips, Gage Ledoux, I'm Wayne Kaiser, and you've listened to Rebel Radio. If you're leaving the stadium or on the road home, take care, be safe, and yes, go Rebels. Go, go Rebels. Rebels. Here we go. Stop.